This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey, everybody, welcome to Elseworlds Exchange with Sal. And I'm Ethan. Yeah, welcome to the show. Oh, Hello, I'm here. We, we had to shoot today, so we're doing this. Everyone's here, actually, but oh. it's just us today. We can only fit two in the camera. Yeah, maybe they'll walk around in the back of some of the shots. That'd be kind of oh. cool, wouldn't it? Uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we're going to be talking about Star Trek, because uh, I... I I've been meaning to talk about Star Trek on this show forever, mm-hmm. and there's never anyone to talk about it with. Right. Just like we've never done Ninja Turtles on it, because Joel knows nothing about Ninja Turtles. Right. At all. I'm like, every generation has a Ninja Turtles. Right. I don't get how well, you... Can... He just opted out. Yeah. You're, you're all into Steven Universe, but you don't know anything about it. I saw the commercials. The I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Lame. <laughs> like, pass. <laughs> it's literally crafted... Four little boys. By little boys. Yeah. yeah and he's like... Nah. It should be, like, actually taught in, like, sociology and child psychology classes. Like, <laughs> yeah, alongside Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is, a, is, a, is an achievement of, uh, of, of... Is it called social engineering? <laughs> I think it's definitely, like, it's manipulation. Oh, yeah. Of every kind. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, but Ethan here, a uh, bigger Star Trek fan than me, certainly. I'm a noob. <laughs> Trek world. Oh, uh, I don't think they call it that. No, no. Yeah, what do what do Star Trek fans call I new Star Trek? I don't fans, know. Right? I'm not a big enough fan Here's to know question. that. Are you a Trekkie or are you a Trekker? I've heard. If I was to use that word to describe myself, which you wouldn't, which I wouldn't probably, I would say a Trekkie. Right, because that's the classic term. That's yeah. the one that everyone knows. I remember people talking about it in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. Maybe the mid-90s. I don't remember. I was a kid, and I, I found Star Trek to be the most boring thing <laughs> that was trying to get my attention. Right. You know, because there were a lot of more... There were a lot of boring things. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, like, but there was a lot of commercials for Star Trek at that time. There exa- were so many shows. So many. There were literally three to four shows at one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody called me a red shirt. I like that. Oh. For, like, a new person to Star <laughs> Trek. I mean, a red uh, shirt is a person who... I mean, you already have that term to mean someone who is inevitably going to die. Yeah, so it was expendable. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do like how uh, TNG turned it on its ear. Like, no, the captain's got the red shirt now. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> but uh, yeah, as a kid, I was like, Star Trek's boring. Get it out of here. Uh, and I remember being referred to as Trekkies. And mm-hmm. uh, Trekkies, of course, were uh, very definitively uh, represented in pop culture, particularly uh the Simpsons mm. uh, definitely portrayed Trekkies with the utmost respect. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, they definitely didn't have like Spock ears and like going, <laughs> like it was just, it was like Conan O'Brien had like the complete cornerstone of mm-hmm. like making fun of Star Trek fans yeah. and immortalizing them in like the most, you know, condescending light I could possibly imagine. Yeah. But I remember they, they were formulating a new turn. They're like, we're going to call ourselves Trekkers. It's more active. sounds a little more aggressive. <laughs> and I'm like, that sucks. Just go with the thing. Just own it. Just how about yeah. you just, how about just don't be like that? Yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, that would just be cool. And also like I Star bet, Trek. I bet there's like this split. There is, right, I'll bet. About whether it should be Trekkies or Trekkers. Right? I can imagine like at every, like at the yearly meeting in Las Vegas, they all, they, they bring it to the table. They're like, yeah. all right, 
we're gonna bring it. It's like when we when we when we annex a state, right? You know, or like you know, when Puerto Rico has to have that vote every year. Like they go to Las Vegas, they go to the Star Trek experience, and they uh-huh. go, like, okay, here we we're gonna are bring we it gonna, to the table. How many this is all a, sh- this is a show. Uh, trial like of every of every kind. There's no way that a we're show gonna trial get... like in Star Trek Six. Oh, it's a yes. damn show trial. I was literally just watching that <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> Why is Bones on trial? Oh, because he they because he's the him for killing for failing to save Chancellor yeah. Gorkin. Yeah, I guess. Do you? Have... It wasn't malpractice. I mean, well, no, because Chang does accuse him of malpractice. Uh, yeah, he. Well, no, he accuses him of, of incompetence. He accuses him of being drunk. Oh, that's right. But they were, but we were all drinking. Yes. <laughs> that's your excuse, McCoy. For God's sake. I know you're three weeks for retirement. Yeah. But for God's sake. You've never been in a show trial, have you? <laughs> this is... <laughs> just speak as little as possible. Let Worf defend you? Yeah, they called him Worf, I believe. They sure did. I believe he's like a... a grandfather. A grandfather. Or yeah. Or, yeah, he is a relative of... Yeah, of well, he asked me. It's Michael friggin' Dorn. I remember being like... Okay, now I'm very confused. Is Worf, <laughs> is Worf really old? Is he the same Worf? Like, is he or... like Chewie, where he's like 300 years old? <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, do Klingons just, they're just really old. Okay, no. cool. I like that idea. No. 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 It's just that, like, Worf got all the all the Worf genes. Yeah. Apparently, Worfs were always, uh, like, interested in helping humans. Yeah. Well, I think it was just that he, you know what it is? It's just, like, that Worf is so, like, interested in preserving the integrity of the Empire. Right. Especially when it was on the verge of collapse right, at that point. Right, right. They only so, had 50 years of life left in it. That, according to, yeah, that the movie. Star Trek reports, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, 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 the point I'm making is that I'm not a Trekkie, mm. nor a Trekker, and... Uh, I'm new to it in terms of like I, I guess like I got in when uh, long after any show had relevancy. Uh, you know, I, I liked the whales one. That's what I called it. Yeah, back in the day. I liked the whales. You and one. everyone else, everybody. Yeah. I, n- nobody doesn't like. Just like I liked the one with the bears in terms of Star Wars. Not, <laughs> not me, but that's like that's <laughs> right. how you identify somebody who didn't yeah. like Star Wars or right. didn't understand it. You were like, I like the one with the bears. I'm yeah. like, oh, the Ewoks, Those you Philistine. Those bears are savage, and they were cannibals. They would eat humans. Are you kidding me? You think they're you think they're, they're man eaters? Yeah, they're man eaters. <laughs> there there are skulls in those drums. So, no, uh, they're just helmets. They just took the helmets, they took the helmets off. off. The and dead they, corpses. And then they arrested those men and kept them as POWs in the Ewok <laughs> camp. You know what? I didn't see any prisoners of war in that camp. You know what? I did no. see a banquet. Bountiful meats. Yeah, where did all that food come from? <laughs> you imagine we've never seen like, any prey animals. They're all like nub and wedge until it's like this is good. And freaking <laughs> Luke and Han and Chewie are like, no, don't no. Uh, uh, skip. I, I, yeah. I ate on the way over. There were no bodies left. There were no the bodies. Day. We yeah, don't no. know what happened to the bodies. I think we know what happened to those <laughs> bodies. They were consumed by hapless rebels and Ewoks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I like the whales one, and but I and I loved the camaraderie that was showcased in that movie. Yes, I, it was like hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. and I and I felt like a sham, like a phony, enjoying because I don't even know why they're know, friends. Yeah, I, I don't seen them become friends. No, but I really, but it was so like the chemistry is like you could so so palpable and mm-hmm. like rich it was. Yeah. You could pour it over syrup. I, I I loved the chemistry between those characters and those actors. Despite the fact they all hated each other, or the very least Shatner, I, there uh, were there were some rivalries and some yeah. I, as some I understand not it, like great feelings because Star Trek Six is the impetus behind this episode entirely. Yeah, uh, I understand that like the reason part of the reason why Captain Sulu even has 
a ship mm-hmm. is because Takei and Shatner had enough. Like, at the very least, Takei had enough of Shatner. It was like, I don't even want to be in the same room. Yeah, as that, I've heard that, that he does not care for Shatner. I do like that they gave Kirk the line to explain where where Sulu is. Mm-hmm. Where's Sulu? Captain Sulu. On assignment. But uh, I, I liked the camaraderie between those characters, and I, I was like, I guess I have to get into it. So I was like, well, I guess I'll watch Star Trek The Motion Picture. About 20 minutes in, I'm like... Oh, no! About 20 minutes in, I'm like... <laughs> That's I'm, the worst! I'm never going to see this movie. I, <laughs> I guess I won't ever find out I will ends. never watch it. And then, thankfully, I don't know if you've seen it, but Red Letter Media did a full review episode. Really? On the motion picture. I'm like, that's exactly what I needed. They gave me a point-by-point rundown (laughs) of like what it's all about, Mm -hmm. what works, what doesn't. I get to see it, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm never going to see that movie. I'm good. Just watch that episode. I've seen it twice. The second time I watched it, I was just like, people say it looks really good. Right. And I wanted, I got the Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. Of all of them. Oh, so that's... I'm like, let's take a look. And like, you know what? It does look really good. Yeah. Well, because they were like, I think Industrial Light Magic did the yes. movies. Or the very well, least. Well, they did the many of the movies. The first two movies. They didn't do, I know they didn't they do didn't five. They didn't do five. Yeah. Well, because there was no money for five. Yeah. Man, they had such plans for Shakari. It was yes. going to look so amazing and ornate. And there beautiful. was going to be, uh, there was going to be rock monsters. Yeah. Kirk wanted them to fight demons. Right. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Instead, everything just falls on them. Yeah. You know what, what? what I've read is that like he wanted there to be like a bunch of demons and they like paired it back like you could have like one demon and then it was like no demons <laughs> okay let's meet in the middle and say no demons <laughs> but I wanted five demons I you wanted an I army of five. demons I don't understand yeah. but it was like originally it was demons and they're like it could be rock monsters and then it could be like it could be one rock monster and then it was no one. and then it was how about rocks fall down on you and you run out of their way <laughs> Yeah. I like five a little bit. Like yeah. it's funny, I like five and then I like start watching it and I'm like, let's just get to the God needs a starship line. <laughs> Everyone just likes that line. It's so great. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. He raises his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's so condescending. Yeah. Yep. It's the it's the conversation with every atheist you've ever met. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh excuse me. Uh something you said. I don't buy any of this at all. Yeah. Uh, and you shouldn't either, and you're yeah. stupid for thinking it. Uh but uh there's the it's that movie is frustrating because yes. there's potential there's so much potential they go to a place yes they go to uh yosemite yeah and you see them outside oh no like, this oh, looks no. fantastic yeah, and they got those awful rocket boots and then and it's all against then, blue screen yeah and he's climbing the mountain and then like suddenly they're on a soundstage yes <laughs> just total soundstage and it's like it's just oh. a, it's just and it's the most static tv shot you've ever seen yeah just a two shot of him being like Hurr. it's like they just turn the camera on its side. Yeah. Like, he's just like, because he's so easily scaling the mountain. Yeah. And Spock is just like, I'm just standing here. I'm not even, I'm not even trying to pretend. Yep. It's not like they have me on a cable to at least give the illusion I'm hovering. No, I'm just standing here because Shatner's directing. So yeah, he no one's know. happy. They're all miserable. Yeah, they have no money. And they have no he money, know and he's direct. an idiot. So, so yeah, yeah, it's a complete disaster. So too bad. I, I was so anyway, uh, I, I, I went back and I'm like, okay, I'll watch the motion picture, pass. Uh, then I was like, well, then I guess I'll watch four again. And then six was on TV all the time. So I saw yes. six. Yep. Uh, which I enjoyed. Yep. I uh, saw six in theaters, man. That oh. movie blew my mind. I think that was the first one I saw in theaters. And I was like, wow, well, it, had, awesome. it would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. yeah, no. And made by the same guy who did Wrath of Khan, which yeah. makes sense. I think it's written by the same person, too. Yeah, he wrote. Both oh, he those. wrote and directed. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it's so funny when they were like, okay, we're making the last one. Um, how about none of the actors can direct this one? We're just going to bring in <laughs> yeah, somebody who knows Bring what back the guy from... From two. the one that everyone <laughs> likes. The one that undisputedly everyone agrees is good. Yeah. When we yeah. when we had integrity. It wasn't as well liked as four by like general audiences. No, but, but every... Like Star Trek fans and movie fans all love two. Yeah. Which... Like it's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to be like. And here's why they're all wrong. <laughs> here's why they're full of crap. And by, and by undiscovered the worst one. In yeah, fact. worst one. Undiscovered country. Get best one. It's it's, it's great. It's very good. It's very, it's good, very good. Despite the fact that their chief communications officer can't speak Klingon. Yeah. And needs books. And needs books and to, the rest of the crew to help. Yeah. Where do these books come from? Is there a library on the Enterprise? Don't they have a computer for doing that? <laughs> Why didn't they just ask the computer to talk yeah. to the Klingons? Well, see, the thing because is... it's just so funny. Well, yeah. It's a and funny like, scene. Nicholas Meyer doesn't know anything about Star Trek. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, like, he hadn't, I believe, I might be misremembering this, but I believe he had never seen the original series when they asked him if he wanted to do Star Trek 2. Okay. So he went back and, like, watched it. Right. And then he was like, okay, got it. The most interesting... <laughs> he watched, like, three episodes. The most interesting bad guy was con so we're doing that but he wasn't like a fan no which is so. like, which is exactly what you need for your franchise you need someone who doesn't that's why the simon Pegg movie from the star trek 2009 series was the worst received one mm. because it had the most fan service it was the most fun and trek feeling yeah but also doesn't work <laughs> on any conceivable level like it's i like it i like it but too. i don't like it as much as the other two hmm interesting i don't think they're great but i like Star Trek Into Darkness, because there's no colon, is a, is a sentence. Uh, I like it because it actually has, like, a theme. Yeah. and it has, well, Not a theme, but, like, a message. Mm -hmm. Like, it's trying to talk. It's basically Munich, but with Star Trek. Yeah. And I kind of really like that idea. And I don't know if I like it explored in a movie that is predicated on a utopian concept from an idealist. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly not. Uh, none of it works. I mean, like, Section 33... What's the what's the clandestine organization from Deep Space Nine? Oh, uh, 13? section no uh, thirty one. Thirty one. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I almost had it. I threw yeah, you were close. Uh, section thirty one is established in the new in the yeah, Kelvin timeline. That's cool. I but like, like that. but no, but like no, the, the original crew shouldn't be anywhere near section thirty one. Well, section thirty one is when you're this like is a when you've gone darker... beyond. I know it's everything, but it's all dark. There's no, yeah. but there's no point. It's like the Superman Batman thing where it's like if they fight. All the time. When were they friends for this to be tragic? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> they just shouldn't. Well, no, they were but, not. But you watch, if you go, if you make a movie in that year that they made, it's two thousand nine. Yes. It's gonna be a darker right. action movie. Well, and it has to be. And I remember what was it? Chris Pine saying things like he was basically doing the Zack Snyder thing, where he's like, "If you think they're ever gonna make a Star Trek movie that's anything like Star Trek, you're living in a fucking dream world." <laughs> And I'm like, you know, you could if the movie cost $25 million. Right. If because, you were like, willing to it not wouldn't make cost, it. like, making a sleepy franchise, fandom driven action, not even action movie, but a movie yeah. just made for, specific, for a target demographic, as long as you tailor it financially for that demographic, yeah. you will never be disappointed. Like, Man. well, we can't make, I can't make a sleepy, talky, like, intellectual drama for $150 million. They'll never make our money back. Well, then why are you spending $150 million on that? It shouldn't cost that much. Yeah. Uh, 
what were they gonna do? The problem was Nemesis was such a disaster. Yes. And the crew was so visibly old at that point. It's like, <laughs> okay, well we're not doing any more movies with those guys. Isn't it ironic that they that the second to last one was the one where they're supposed to feel and look younger? And it's like they're they like Picard looks he because there's that moment where like Picard Patrick Stewart crosses this threshold where like he looks like he looks like Patrick Stewart from this period. Yeah. And now he looks like Patrick Stewart from this period. And insurrection is that tipping point yeah. where he's like, "Oh, you look like Xavier now. Like <laughs> you're you're old Patrick Stewart now." Yeah, you are old. You could be 60 or a hard 45. <laughs> but like either way, you got 20 years to work with. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> But uh, but but it's funny that they made that move. But yeah, they can't. So they're visibly old, and they can't. Yeah. So it's just like, what were you gonna do? Yeah. You, you were don't either do gonna do anymore. something totally different. They weren't gonna do a Deep Space Nine movie. That was never going to happen. Never. Yeah. Unless unless the TNG movies had ended after First Contact, when like Deep Space Nine was still like on fresh, TV and in front of people's faces. Maybe you could have done it, and it wouldn't have worked. And then it, you know. Isn't so. it ironic that like there was a show. Star Trek, there, was, there were three shows. Yes. TNG, Voyager, yeah. and Deep Space Nine. They were all in front of people's faces, and the movie executives were like, well, these things have an established audience, so naturally we'd make a movie, right? Like, naturally we're going to make yeah. a, a TNG movie at the very yeah. least. Not... And they've been making the original series Star Trek movies, so there's precedent for, like, people right. watch Star Trek movies but sometimes. But Kevin Feige, when he's making Endgame, is like, I'm not going to assume that people have seen Daredevil and put him in these movies. Sure. And it's like, F you. They assumed people saw Voyager and put Admiral Janeway in the end of ne or in the beginning of Nemesis. Well, so, but, but who cares? But yeah, well, that's my point. Is right. there's, there's a thousand portals. One of them could have the Defenders exactly. in it. Looking that's, confused. That's why that argument is so crappy because it's like, there's characters all the time in movies that people have never seen before. <laughs> yeah, how many In people... most movies, I've never seen any of the characters well, before. And especially because... Well, not like, anymore. You, most you... movies I now have seen every That's character true. before. But, but like, in the old days, there were original concepts yeah. that were made into movies. And Endgame is predicated on a, on a character and his technology that, like, half of you saw. Which is Ant-Man. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, it, listen, like, it hinges a, on... On a character that, like, yeah. didn't do nearly as well as the rest of them, by the yeah. way. Ant-Man is great. I really like it. It he was is, on TV yeah. literally yesterday. Tiffany and I watched the whole thing from beginning to end with commercials, which is like, good why movie. did I do that? Yeah. I own it on Blu-ray. But good movie, solid, fun. Yeah. Feels like a different movie. And that's the other thing is it feels like a different movie. Yeah. So. yeah. But anyway, back to Star Trek. Right. Uh, so, saw uh, six, and then I was like, well, I think I'm at it. Uh, clearly, I'm not... I'm not on this. I don't, you and, didn't appreciate the Cold War allegory that... No, I didn't. Uh, not at <laughs> that the time. That movie is predicated on... No. Because if, if you don't, that movie is weird. <laughs> yes. And it's like, what are they doing? Why are they talking about... Why is it called Camp Kittimer? What a weird <laughs> name. Well, they just yeah. went, like, well... What are all these quotes? What are they... <laughs> What is happening? Yeah. No, yeah. it's true. Why are the Klingons and the Federation, like, suddenly going through this... Weren't they already... At peace, kind of. Yeah. From the original series, because if you saw the original series, mm -hmm. you know they were forced to uh, have peace by uh, I think it was the Organians, or I might be mixing them up with another. There's some like super powerful race that like 
makes it so they can't fight anymore because they're just like, why are you fighting? This is stupid. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, the one. Yes. Okay. No, they were on like they were on their planet mm-hmm. and like they're it's it's like at the border between Federation and Klingon space yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the Klingons are there and the Earthlings are there and and that whole thing is a is a metaphor for the Cold War right. that's happening at that time. Yeah, it's just that there was no more superior being in our reality right. to tell but us like, to knock it off. But it's like look how stupid this is. Yes. We made your weapons hot so you can't use them and like right. they get all mad they're like no you can- who are you to tell us we can't fight and right it's like, it's like but like isn't it better it is, yeah but isn't it better now that you're not yeah so yeah. like after that they they couldn't fight anymore yeah and then the movies are just like oh no but they were like at war the whole time because like again nicholas meyer like doesn't care no about, like star trek lords he's like no the klingons are the bad guys right, right. <laughs> what if they were the soviet union yeah and the empire or the the federation is the u.s and they have uh you know the, there's a chernobyl yeah mm-hmm. which like wrecks the economy yeah of the klingons or the soviet whatever <laughs> whatever I'll, I, you know what i'll use control f to replace <laughs> and i'll just change the names later yeah but like if you don't get any of that and no, it's, it's harder to now because it's so far away yeah. And it is like really strange. It is strange. Yeah. No, but it is fun. And like, yeah. well, and the more adult you become, the more yeah. like you learn about history, presumably. Sure. Hopefully. Yeah. And so you find you're like, oh, this is kind of a neat little thing. And it's being made during the time or it's yeah. right after. So you're feeling idealistic about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, so I, I abandoned that. And then I wanted to speak Trek because I was, I made friends with a guy named Jason who was in our episode, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Wars. Vader's Quest, which you can watch anytime on this channel. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, that's the inspiration for you doing a lot of that that Palpatine stuff. That's yeah. seriously made it. We gotta move past this. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jason was really into Star Wars and Star Trek, and I could speak Star Wars like big time. Like mm-hmm. we were really into Star Wars, and he was really into Star Trek. Made a lot of references, and he was speaking. And he was he was really into uh, tr- uh, TNG. He was into TNG, yeah. And uh, and he was he was speaking my language yeah. by like doing, doing using a lot of Picard quotes. Oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, I kind of dig this Picard guy. You keep, yeah. you keep dropping. <laughs> so I watched some of TNG, and uh, of course by that point the show had been dead for a long time. And the yeah. movies were coming out. I think. So how did you watch it? Uh, I, on TV. Oh, on, t- oh, on reruns. TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I only caught it when oh, I was in... Cool. I think I was in college when it was on. It was during those times when, like, they were just, like, when, when cable was just playing with marathons of anything. I got the rights. Show everything from beginning to end <laughs> until it's over and then do it again. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they would do that, but, like, Comedy Central did that a lot. TBS, TNT. Law and Order. Not, not Here's a 19-hour marathon of Law and yep. Order. Here's 19 hours of the same thing. Of the same fucking thing. So it's like, oh man, I love McCoy. Hang him high, McCoy. (laughs) But uh, not Bones McCoy. No. (laughs) Law and Order McCoy. Uh, But anyway, so uh, I got into Star Trek uh, TNG. And that's really, that was my show. And like the more I got into TNG, the more I got away from the original series. Which became more and more. It was already like. It's a very different show. I, I was different enough. I read comic books. You already books. read comic books. I didn't need to also be like, and you know, mother and father. I did wear glasses at that time. Mm. Uh, the last thing they needed was for me to also be into the original series, Star Trek. Right. Um, and it was it gave like me the like the nerdiest a, one. The ner- the nerdiest one. Because it's so old. It's so old. It's, it's like, so why silly. would you watch this? Look at the sets. They're Look at ridiculous. The, it, it looks like Flash Gordon bullshit. <laughs> like, it, and it, and like, listen, it's I appreciate it for what it is, but like, you know. And then of course, there's the whole trapping of like. You know, yeah, is Star Trek TNG, like, is the first season <laughs> largely avoidable and garbage? Like, sure. Although there's a couple of gems in there. There's a couple of really cool things in there. Mm-hmm. But then, and, and equally in the original series, like, yeah, do they go to gangster planets and Nazi planets? Like, yeah, like, uh, clearly they're out <laughs> yeah. of ideas. The, which is they, like, how could well, they be? we have all these costumes from this, like, <laughs> Nazi movie we're doing over here. Let's have them go to a Nazi planet. Like, why not just make a time travel? Why do they have to go to a planet for that thing? So, yeah. but... 
got into TNG as that, as that. And because they were clearly like aping off of those movies, which are like, for me, an idealized version of the show. Yeah. Because the movies are like, oh, everything's better in the movies. Everything's better in the movies. Yeah. And the that, acting is better. Yeah. The writing is better. Yeah. The, the special effects are way better. Right. And even in five, the worst special effects are in better than five. It's better than the, anything. The apex in the of effects in the original series. But in like, terms of look. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, what would happen is I was like, okay, I'm a TNG guy. That's it. You got me. Lock, stock, and barrel. I'm a TNG guy. Picard's my favorite captain. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll move on. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and I, I'll just, I'll just say because it's easy to do that with Star Wars, because mm -hmm. I'm a Star Wars kid. Yeah, it was like, oh, Empire's my favorite. Yeah, move it. now. It's, There's only three to choose from. Yep, you know who I am, but you like, you know who I am. That's that's my hill. Yeah, uh, with Star Trek, I'll do the same thing. Okay, I'm a TNG guy. Meh. Yeah, but then, I never actually watched the other. I never watched it, but I know but I get. I know it. I, I like think, this one. I think I get. It's, I see. I feel like I understand. I feel like I wouldn't what's be into going it. on in these other shows. But uh, but then uh, TNG or, or OS characters would crop up mm, yeah like when spock was in a two-parter about the romulans yeah which only after getting into the movies and appreciating the original series do i think like uh why did they ruin spock and get him all all stupid for the romulans because that sucks well the romulans were we're vulcan his, i know that yeah. sucks like well yeah but who Which, cares though like yeah. why is why I think why that was is... invented by TNG oh it was because the Romulans were never seen in in the original series in the original series I think I think well or I... was that the history of the... I remember they had had a war with Earth yes. where they never saw each other they just fired like weapons yeah at each other. and I had which heard... was a which was an allegory for nuclear weapons well and I had always heard that apparently Kirk was the first human to see a Romulan yeah so maybe they did appear I think they did appear in the show in the show yeah. In any case, uh, but Spock showed up, and I'm like, oh, this Spock character seems kind of fun. You know, I like Spock. Like, I, and I like Spock in the Whales one. Yeah. So, like, I'm, a, I'm a familiar with Spock. Um, and then, uh, and Bones was in the pilot for TNG. He's he's on the maiden voyage of the Enterprise. I forgot that, yeah. And it's McCoy right before he died, right yeah. before actually uh, DeForest no, Kelly he dies. he didn't die until a few years after that. But he, he died in the 90s, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And TNG was 87. They made him look really old. They did. Well, because he's 192 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something insane. It's 70 yeah. years after the original series, and he was probably like, what, 104 when the original series ended? So. <laughs> <laughs> or at least when those movies ended. I think he was in his 60s. Dear God, man. I was trying to 70s, save him. 70s, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but uh, Bones is in it. Uh, and then the Scotty episode is the one where it's like, they might as well called it like Nostalgia. Like, yeah. you, like that's the episode name. Yeah, Nostalgia Trip. Yeah, Nostalgia Trip. Because like, <laughs> they don't call it that. But like, but Scotty being on it was like, where I went, okay, I have to that's, get into this. Because three characters. Well, and the the affinity that's, that, that the show had, the reverence yeah. for Scotty. Right. I'm like, okay. And everyone's like, you're a legend. Yeah, they're like, well, no, except for Jordy, who's like, well, screw you, you old bastard. Get away from me. You're, you're just in the way. You're a doorstop of a man. Uh, well, I'll leave you to your work, Mr. LaForge. He's <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> He's better in that show than he is in anything else. Except for, of course, we're at the comedy. He's like, he stayed at his post. Yeah, they give him something to do there. Is that his son? Or his no, nephew. it's his nephew, I believe. Thank God. I remember I remember thinking it was his son and being like, this is really sad. Yeah. That's the only acknowledgement we have of this man losing the most important thing in his life. Yeah. And then he just stays there. He just he's like, okay, ho, 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 a keyboard. Yeah, I think uh, he said it's his sister's youngest. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. But uh yeah, so then It's a war movie. It is a war movie. Kind of. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, uh, you know, but then I'm like, all right, fine. And then I think I saw Rathacon two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Wow. Because of you. You held out a long time because I said it was like. You were like, you, got, you haven't seen yeah. Con yet? What the there's hell's wrong so with you? That like, comes fine. from that. Yeah, no, exactly. There's so much like, there's, you got the, you got. Alpha 5, you got Alive, Screaming Con, Spock dying. Mm-hmm. Like, you need that movie. That you need essential. it. essential. Absolutely. No, yeah. it's, it, yeah. It took forever for me to get to it. And when I did, I'm like, oh, herp. <laughs> but for me, you got a lot of other things that are like not so iconic, but are mm. still, there's other things like where Family Guy would make references, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what is, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's just, oh, it's oh. just, oh, it's just a shot-for-shot recreation of this of the cave scene on uh, uh, yes. Genesis, yeah, or on the uh, at the moon, yeah. I don't remember the Se- name of that. Uh, no, uh, that was. Uh... Now I want to say it's the moon Genesis on. Moon. Yeah, it's the Genesis Moon. Yeah, I think yeah, they call it that. Yeah. I want to say Praxis, but I'm like, that's the Cleon. No, that, it's Cleon that, Moon. That, that has the mining up. place. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I like those moments where like he's you know they're they're he, he oh uh, tell me what you did to win the Kobayashi Maru. Oh yeah. You're looking at the only man to beat the no win scenario. Yeah. Yeah. He cheated. Yeah. I don't like to lose. <laughs> Spock, yeah. you ready? And like, then and then at the end he's uh, like I. I never, I, I never, never faced death. I never faced death. I cheated, I cheated my way out of it yep. and patted myself on the back for it. Yes, and it's like, oh, oh no, this yeah, is great. And at the beginning of the movie, you've got him like feeling, feeling old, old. Oh, and no. trying to deal with that. There, there, that's the best he's ever been in terms of acting. Yeah, that you got two two scenes where he's perfect. One is when actually, okay, there's three, <laughs> <laughs> but one is when he says. Uh, when when Marcus says, "How are you feeling?" and he says, um, "He says, uh, I, there's a man out there who I, who I haven't seen in ten years who wants to kill me, and you show me a son who would be happy to join him. Mm-hmm. How do I feel? Old and worn out. Yeah. And then at the end, when he says, "How do I feel? I feel young." Yeah. The way he says it, you're like, "Oh, yeah, I feel you young. Believe it. Yeah. You believe it. Yeah. The other one is, of course, when he uh, he he damns himself for having to put on the glasses, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, it's coming through now, Con." <laughs> That's not really good. No. <laughs> exactly. It is a great delivery of that line that is memorable. It's coming through now. It's coming through now, Con. That's not memorable. <laughs> but uh, but those two those, those two moments, yeah. I'm like, this is a perfect movie. Yeah. You got me. You got me whole, like wholesale. Yeah. Uh, My favorite scene in that movie yeah. is at the beginning, after the Kobayashi Maru test disaster. Oh, God. He when the doors to, open, he comes... Th- oh. Well, no, I was saying he goes back to his quarters. He sees yes. his quarters, which are amazing. Oh, yeah. And then Bones comes in and they're celebrating his birthday. Yes. And he's like, oh, great, thanks. And it like... McCoy's like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> here, like, man? Other people... Everyone has birthdays. Why are we treating yours like, like a, a damn funeral? funeral? Mm-hmm. He's like, Bones, I don't want to be lectured. <laughs> it's like, that exchange yeah. between them is so... Like, I buy that they're friends. Right! And, and like... That's the true friendship. Like, yeah. everybody's like, Kirk and Spock, Kirk and Spock. I'm like, yeah, 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 they're fun. Yeah. But, like, no, Bones and Kirk are friends. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> like, they like, depend on each other. Yeah. They support each other. And they know each other. Yeah. Like, personally. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we, we do have a, a sequence in the show where we read Super Chats. And I yes. apologize to those who are in the Super Chats who haven't gotten their question answered. This yes. is a collaborative show. Normally, in the case, we read them and answer your questions. I'm going to do that uh, now. Yes, yes. So, Half hour in, we should go back. <clears> I do apologize to everybody. Uh, Eric Grant says, Star Trek plus comic pop. Yes, please. The only way to top this would be some more saga coverage. <laughs> I, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, it, we'll see. Yeah. 
as if Syed helping us out. Thank you very much. Thank Isn't you. Uh, Pricey8040 had little exposure to Star Trek, but for what little I have experienced, it seems really cool and should probably check it out. I don't know if it's really cool, but... Uh, <laughs> It's very cool, but other, Not it won't make way. you seem cool to like it. <laughs> you will you will feel cool when you're doing the least cool thing, yeah. which is quote it at someone it's, and have them quote the next line after it. Yeah, it's really cool to experience it. Yes. Not necessarily to... To be in it. Yeah, or enact it yourself. But listen, like... Also, you know, some of it is really bad. Yeah. Because it's an episodic... Right, there's it's a, a serialized it's a, series. And, and some of the episodes are not going to be good. No, there's a some lot of them that are going to be aren't. real bad. And you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, like the song says. But uh, <laughs> you know what's funny about that is uh, when you get into it and you find your show, mm -hmm. when you get to the bad ones, it's like hanging around with your friends who said something uncomfortable. <laughs> or like your friend farted. Yeah. Like So when you're a big fan of TNG and then you get to a Data episode where Brent Spiner clearly threw a hissy fit and was like, I'm an actor, damn it! I'm going to play four characters in this episode <laughs> and then three of them are going to sing and two of them are going to have different makeup changes and you could tell immediately that Brent Spiner just like shit the fucking like hallway and was like, ah, bah, 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 bah. like, no. Uh, you, you're just like, oh, Data, will you ever learn humanity? Like, just because it's stupid. There's, I think it's in season one or two where Data uh, just wants to be Sherlock Holmes and he just pretends <sighs> to be Holmes. And, like, he's doing it during, like, really important briefings. And, like, because Patrick Stewart's an actor, like, he's doing this thing where he's, like, he's dealing with a child where he's, like, I can't, okay, I can't yell at him because that, he wouldn't learn anything. But I also have no patience for his little <laughs> pretend games right now. <laughs> it's time to be, to be an adult right now, Data. Like, it's just, that's funny. Yep. So it's like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, you can get you can get something out of the crappy episodes. Exactly, there's some value. Yep. Like then you can be like, hey, remember that episode when Doctor Crusher had sex with that ghost? <laughs> and people are like, and as opposed to going like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm never gonna watch that show ever. And people going like, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was, was the so worst stupid. thing ever. I loved it. Why? <laughs> so let me get this straight. There's two instances where. Where the Federation picks up an entire culture town and puts them identically. Like, I'm just gonna grab a town like fucking Brainiac and pull it <laughs> off of Ireland and drop it on a distant planet, and they just are gonna be Ireland over here. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm gonna grab, like, okay, I want to do an episode where it's an allegory for like when we, like, you know, when we put Native Americans into reservations. Uh, let's just make them Native Americans and just do that. <laughs> the Federation did the exact, like, no. I get the allegory at this yeah. point. You don't have to make them literally <laughs> Native Americans. Also, you're calling them Indians again? Like, so, yeah, but you're going to get that. Yeah. Uh, DMOMO uh, says, it's uh, Demomo, I guess. Mm. It's weird seeing y'all on the same camera. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, we're all usually on the same camera. Yeah, it's but I think it means for show. Elseworlds Exchange. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Rusky910, it's called Hero Turtles in some places, <laughs> so maybe Joel had that. <laughs> yeah, in England, they weren't, Ninja was too aggressive and too violent a term. Ninja was. Ninja. So it was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. They made the people from the original theme actually re-record it. It's like awkwardly like placed. They like wrote the word hero superimposed over ninja. It, yeah. You know, England, ninjas are real things. <laughs> exactly. Like, so no ninjas exist in your culture? Like, <laughs> you just can't talk about right? the history of like feudal Japan right? like, or whatever. That, like, that's like saying, like, because nunchucks are illegal, I think, in the state of New Jersey. So it's like, so, oh, so in only New Jersey broadcast, we're going to cut Michelangelo out of the show? Like, what are you talking about? 
Flashpool says, will be will we be talking about STD, Star Trek Discovery? <laughs> I like season two more, but it still doesn't feel like Star Trek. No, no. because we don't pay for CBS All Access because yeah. we're not chumps. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's we the, have not seen it. Uh, no, not seen a single thing. I have watched every... When it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. I won't. But, so tell uh, CBS to, to sell the rights. To sell it and just give up the ghost because no one wants CBS All Access. No, I watch all this, all the Red Letter Media videos about it, and I feel like I've got it. Right. <laughs> uh, Nile Wizardspoon says, Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek Into Darkness was dope. Right, you see? It's not great. It's And the fact that it's It has con, some great moments. Like, this thing's, it's just, there's too many questions for me. Exactly. Like, what is, what, you're what? doing con, but you're doing it totally not what it's not him established to be. And the only, the, the divergence from the timeline is after Khan already existed, so it would still be Ricardo Montalban. And I get yeah. you can't have him, yeah. but get somebody else who isn't just a white British guy. <laughs> a little strange. Very. Demobo says, uh, I was just thinking that Star Trek managed to take one concept and spread it across movies and TV, but the MCU can't do the same. I mean, they did. Comics, movies, TV, cartoons. The MCU has done that exact thing. Uh, they, you know, the MCU can't make MCU comics because I would never buy one because I would I? Mm. I would want a comic book version of a movie version of a comic book. I'll have the comic book version, thank you. Uh, I know they make them. I don't know people buy them, but not me. Mm. Uh, but like the MCU shows, they're great. That's the other thing is that they are great. Well, I think what he's saying is like they can't it's make different it. continuities. Agreed, and that's yeah. that, that's frustrating because. Uh, well, except Star Trek did that too when yeah. they created the Kelvin timeline, right? But that, but before that, they were able to make it work. That's even, true for a very long time. But even just then, one continuity. Yeah. Although not because the cartoon is not canon. Oh, is it not? That is correct. That's the original series, uh, like kind of animated fourth season or whatever. Yes, I believe it was supposed to be. There was going to be another Star Trek series called like Star Trek Two or yeah. whatever, and it didn't happen. And they're like, "Well, we'll just do a cartoon instead." Right. <laughs> so they did that. Yeah, uh, it was not canon. But we were discussing this not too long ago, like I think yesterday. Uh, the fact that, uh, despite the fact that like Picard is an established character or Kirk is an established character in their respective shows, when they made the movies, they were like, "Well, I'm just going to do something else." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, they tweaked to the characters. You were saying like Kirk is indistinguishable from like Kirk in the show is kind of like a Mary Sue, but then in the movies yeah. he kind of like is flawed and has character. Yeah, they make him into like a movie character. But that's the thing is that I think that's great. Like that works. Like yes. you actually like improved upon Kirk by yes. making it by maturing him in the movies. Yeah. In the movies for Picard, you actually regress him <laughs> to being like like just a lunatic asshole. Yeah. Like he is not quiet, reserved, contemplative or intelligent strategically. Or he is at like, like moments. Yeah. Like he not... has those moments, but like, and you can tell it's again, the thing where it's like, for whatever reason with TNG, like Spiner had like pull <sighs> and Picard, Patrick Stewart had pull. Yeah. So it was like, I'd like to drive an ATV in this film, and I want to also like stab someone through the through the heart and have them pull the, the pole through their own chest. Like, I want to look like an action star. I want to fight the the flesh peeled guy, and I'm gonna grab pipes, and I'm I'm gonna take the ball queen. I'm gonna snap a spine, and I'm gonna, and I'm really gonna make yeah. them pay yeah. for what they've done. What I want to break the stuff in my apartment. Yeah, I'm gonna break rage. my little ships. Yeah, and, and then immediately get calm and yeah. thoughtful again that's, when someone snaps me out. Of that's it. a psychopath. <laughs> like 
Picard, yeah. the, like I, I, what like, in the history of the character has he ever demonstrated? Did you ca- think he would do? There's that. one. It's when Sarek has that horrible degenerative Vulcan disease, and he gives Picard all of his emotions, oh. and he's had, to, and they have to keep him in a room somewhere. Now, what I would have done, by the way, it's hilarious. They just put him in a chair, and he just has all these emotions. I say with a holodeck, make it like a fucking padded room, just mm. let him bounce around the walls. Yeah. Some place, you know, but like, don't just put him in a room that's, by the way, dark. It's supposed to be atmospheric. I get that, but yeah. like, you know, it's just kind of weird yeah but in any case he's freaking out in that but it's all because he's insane right uh <laughs> it's just like right we don't want him to be insane, but he's not normally he's not normally it's a magic thing yeah caused it to go insane. Yeah. compare the movie picard to like anything that he does in those movies to succeed versus the time he defeated the Sheliak, who are a bunch of bureaucrats <laughs> where he's like aha pursue it to article b paragraph subsection two like 295, I nominate the Grisellas to arbitrate our dispute. Like, he just destroys them using bureaucracy. Yeah. And then, like, and the, the most the, the, the most satisfying moment of the scene is when he's making them call and he puts them on hold. What? Like, that's... And, like, yeah, is that not a lightsaber fight? Is that not an awesome dogfight in the trenches of a cool space death weapon? Yeah. But it's also, like... That's not for like the people who are gonna like that. Like right. that's for everybody else yeah. who likes that kind of thing. Or at the very least, like, if you're gonna make Star Trek, and it's like, okay, we got this show, and it's a thing, and we know it's this thing, and it represents this one thing, and this audience watches it for that thing. I'm gonna make it over here. Like, but it gotta be totally indistinguishable. It's got we gotta make it uh, appeal to everybody. Well, they're tr- yeah, they're trying to get the bigger movie audience. Like, this, there's not enough people who like Star Trek that to just but like come to the movies. Well, like, then don't make a movie. <laughs> Like, well, then just don't do that. Like, it's like, and I understand. But I want to cash in on the, like, cultural awareness, and you can make a lot more money with movies. Right, except when you defy what it is, you ruin the thing, and no one, and you risk no one going. Yeah, well, that's what happened with some of them. All of them. All the TNG ones, like, after Generations, they burn. First Contact did okay. It did okay, yeah, and it was the, it was fun. Yeah. It's also dumb. After that, yeah, they started They can't even get the real Magic Carpet ride. It's a cover. They got the one that they didn't the, even the get person who put that in there liked, I guess. That, Zephyr and Cochran, there's no way he liked the cover. <laughs> now, that being said, maybe the cover is the only one that, re- that survived World War Three. <laughs> right, yeah. Anyway, uh, BM Gray says it was weak that the Enterprise E wasn't mentioned in the Dominion War, but Worf's flying the Defiant in first contact to fight the Borg. Yeah, that's because they literally just needed to explain how Worf got into first contact. Yeah. So they had to put him there. They didn't need to put the Enterprise E in any episodes of Deep Space Nine, so they didn't. Uh, I love it. I was watching fucking uh, Insurrection. and Worf, what the hell are you doing here? I'm here. Like, it's just I'm in the show. <laughs> I'm in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they actually went all out to explain Worf's presence in First Contact. Yeah, they referenced the, def- the show. It. You see the Defiant. It's in the battle. And it's adrift. What's they clarify that it was not destroyed. So that they can still be in the mo- in the yeah. show. They don't explain why Cisco's not popular, like, not <laughs> well, the captain Cisco's of like, it. Well, because Cisco's like, oh, no. Oh no! I'm not going there again. I was already there. I guess I was there at Wolf. At Wolf. That's right. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Well, Wolf will Picard be there? Yeah. Well, no. We said he couldn't be there. But where, is he close enough that he could like get there if he disobeyed orders? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Mm, no. Well, then maybe I'll leave Starfleet and take care of my son. Like, okay, Cisco, yeah. shut up. <laughs> I don't know. It's inexplicable. Yeah. Because yeah, like, why is Warp? Yeah. Uh, the terror of death, the answers to the Kirk or Picard debate is Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people believe that, not me. 
uh, the real Zoobs, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, the Beast at Tanagra. Uh, Nick Sam Bataro, from Hell's Heart I Stab at Thee with Money. Nice. Thank you very much. Good con reference. Yeah, Samuel Miller helping us out. Thank you. Thank you. And Rusky number 101. What do you think of the new Patrick Stewart show doing the same thing with Picard that they did with the Luke Skywalker? Also put Stewart and <laughs> Hamill in a movie together, you cowards. Yeah, the fact that Mark Hamill isn't in any Star Trek anything ever is, like, outrageous. It's a little weird. It, it, I, it, you know what it feels like? It feels positively Lucasonian. It's like Lucas is like in your contract, and you it, like there's an NDA, and in the contract says you may never be in a Star Trek. That's ridiculous. I yeah, but he is ridiculous. Did you read his thing? He came out. He's like he goes. I can't be quiet anymore. I can't be quiet about what my what my seven, eight, and nine was going to be about. Oh my god! It was going to be a Fantastic Journey movie series about the Whills. Have you heard about the Whills? No. The Whills are microscopic entities that use the midichlorians to communicate with the force yeah and so it was going to be i a, did hear about that it's gonna be about them like shrinking down or going yeah. into the yes into that's the, right into the, into i remember that exact quote that's right and like like what so i guess any complaints i might have had about last <laughs> jedi are just completely it's like raiders of the lost oh no uh, it's like temple of doom oh, that's my least favorite one hold my beer <laughs> hold my whip because here comes well, look, it can't get any worse than Temple well, it can't be any worse than Temple of Doom. I and mean, Willie's awful. The the bug scene, it's gross. Who cares? Like that 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 culturally insensitive snake eating scene. And then uh, you know, actually, that was kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, I really did like uh, the the whole first part with the anything that goes a number. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot to do yeah. there. Yeah. You know, in short rounds, wonderful. You know, he's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, I really like Temple of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> At least it doesn't have CG gophers and monkeys. Right. Swinging around. And it doesn't have, like, uh, the bones of Harrison Ford puppeteered by computers. <laughs> like, it's just woof. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. They, they should have had him on there. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, then I got into TNG, and then uh, I just kind of stayed there. Uh, but I did go back and enjoy the movies. And I'm like, these movies, the, the original series movies? Yeah. They're... Well, you just watched Insurrection, right, for the first time? I did see Insurrection yeah. for the first time very recently. And yeah. uh, I was like... This is the best one. It's it's not bad. It's not good. It's as a movie. It's like totally bizarre that they made it. Yeah. As like a as the as the characters in the show doing a thing. Like, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's it, a cool episode. It's a boring episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most. It's probably the most expensive episode of the show. Yes. And it's not even the best. Like. Yeah. Well, it's overly long. Like you know That's what I thing. saw? Like, if it had been an episode length, maybe like a two parter. Yeah. You know maybe. what I did see. I saw, uh, God, it was it was the episode where uh, where they fight the Borg. Which one? The, the, the big one? The big the two-parter, one. The two-parter? The best of both worlds? Best of both worlds. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Really? Yeah. They That's did cool. it back-to-back like it was a movie. And I'm like, yeah. this is the best one! Holy crap! Because they you also, know, it was doing, they were doing it to promote the Blu-ray transfer and everything. Ah, uh, so yes. It, was like, it looks great. You know, I never saw the second Part. What? I when I was a kid, I saw the first part. Yeah, because it was a season. It was the season finale. It was the season finale, and I was like, "That's amazing!" And yeah. then the second part was on, and I missed it, and oh. I never was able to catch it again. Did you ever see it? Like, no, it? no, I have, I've never seen it. Well, it's it. it's great. Yeah, I don't want to spoil I've it. Heard for you, about it? <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, no, it's great. I you still get... think that's the greatest ending to an episode of television ever. <laughs> That's fair. That 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 cliffhanger. Yeah. Fire. What? Yeah. But he just said fire. When I was eleven, like you're gonna kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And they set it up too with Guinan and the. 
You'd have to throw that book away. Yeah. Think of me as an echo. <laughs> I'm the same character. <laughs> I'm the same character. I'm cool in this, and I don't make any sense in the other one. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, uh, uh, so that was my favorites. My favorites are two, four, because three sucks. <laughs> like I like five more than three. That, I've only seen three one time. It's like, and it's like I, I've seen I've seen parts of three more. Three I've seen has, the movie once. Three has some fun moments in it. As a movie, narratively, it's a friggin' mess. I have had <laughs> enough of you. That's the guy who kills his son, right? Yeah. That's not funny. He killed your son. Yeah. That being said, your son was annoying. <laughs> like, who, yeah. who doesn't? Not like him. Yeah. He's so up. He's, he's so awful. He's terrible. What was their plan with him? I what was the idea there? No idea. Like, it works It works great until you then realize, oh no, well, he's the, in the movie, he's the, in the series now. The problem was, there was no plan for Leonard Nimoy to come back. Right. Leonard Nimoy was supposed to be done after two. And then he's like, but what if I'm not done? Well, he was like, well, but what if you let me direct movies? Yeah. They're like, well, the only ones they'll ever let you do. Are these freaking Star Trek ones? You yeah. pointy your green blooded hobgoblin. He, he directed four. Yeah, which is like, great. Oh, he's great. He also directed three. Yes, he did. Which is not great. Not great. But he did learn a lot. Yes. I think he. Thank God. Yeah. Like thank God he had three because like he it curried favor with everybody. Yeah. You know. Oh, and it actually two didn't so do great. that bad. No, it did. Well, that's because everybody was so happy yeah. with two. Yeah. And it's like just riding the coattails. Yeah, and too. then they were like, "Oh, that was not very good." Oh, that was. And then four, mm. everyone else went and saw that one, yeah. so it offset any Star Trek fans that were like, "I'm not gonna go see four. I saw three. It sucked." <laughs> everybody else was like, "Well, it was like a lot of fun." Yeah. Well, I guess it was word of mouth. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it. four but it was, was so far well. and away the best like performing of the movies. Four was easily like it made a hundred. I think it was 114 million dollars or something, that's which a, just blew away. All that's the unprecedented. Movies. Yeah, I, I can't believe that. Yeah. So yeah, I but. But three, woof. Yeah. Thank God they killed I think them. one is better than three. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, one at least is interesting. One is, yeah. The one is too long. Yes. You could you could make a good 90 minute movie out of that. Yeah. <laughs> that three and a half hour fucking mess. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cool idea in one. It's executed in an utterly bizarre way. Yeah. But it looks great. Right. Um, and it's like, it's... The, the concept is hilariously bizarre. You should watch the review about it. Mike basically has this theory that it's like it's a it's a like it's the most sexual movie he's ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's yes. It's like hugely sexually charged. Yes. And I'm like <laughs> I mean, it definitely is. Yeah. The imagery is absolutely the themes, it's, it's just all about like just just getting down. That's why I like I mean like even the uniforms are yeah. they're not they aren't any uniforms. They're just 70s leisure suits. Yeah. And and they're terrible, by the way. Horrible. It's just horrible. Design. By the way, I love in Star Trek Two the uniforms. They're they great use for all of them. Oh after yeah, that. The, that's the red, so great. Yeah, it I works love them. for me. No, yeah. People think they're weird. I think they're great. I think they're great. I, they look, they look like they're made of wool, mm-hmm. and they look horribly itchy and uncomfortable. <laughs> but yes. they should be. Yeah, because they're military uniforms. Yeah, I love them. I love them because I've never. You know what's funny? I've, it's like I've seen. I know what they are. Yeah, but I've never seen anything like that. Yes, and because I watched TNG first. 
for me, it's like a nostalgia trip. It's like, oh, oh yeah. they're, oh, they're, they're, they're in the iconic. old uniform. Yeah. yeah. So when Morgan Batesman shows up in that episode of TNG, man, was I surprised. This is a great episode where the Enterprise just keeps smashing into something and everybody dies. And Data has to save the day like he does in every single episode. <laughs> and uh, uh, they, they finally move out of the way. And it turns out that there's like a ship, uh, the USS... Uh, Bozeman? Bozeman. Thank you. Uh, Captain Morgan Batesman. Of the USS Bozeman. Yeah. But, like, the Bozeman, it, like, left Space Dock, like, two weeks ago. Bozeman's the worst captain of all time. (laughs) I think they, when they... Immediately gets caught in a temporal He gets caught in a temporal loop. He's been there for 70 years. Yep. Picard's in the loop, I think, a week. (laughs) Well, then he has an android. No, but they're all feeling it. They're all like, do you feel like they they feel the deja vu? It's like, huzzah! Excelsior! (laughs) So there's 70 years he has not figured out. Excelsior, and then they die, like, every single time. Are you kidding me, you idiots? But I'm like, watch the episode, I'm like, this is amazing. What happens? Nothing. (laughs) Next episode, nothing. They don't get Kelsey Grammer to come on board, and they talk, and you have this cool displaced captain. As I understand it... See, that's the problem with TNG. That's what Deep Space Nine did correctly, is that maybe not the next episode, but you would see him come back and do something cool. Oh, even Tom Riker comes back (laughs) in Deep Space Nine. He does, and they and they, and they tie him in him. to a storyline that they've been working on for the whole series. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, but uh, yeah, so that was weird. But uh, anyway, uh, let's go back into the super chat. Yeah, let's do some super chats. Super, super chat. Hey, let's get some super chat. Super super chat. <laughs> We, we, we talked ourselves into a corner. Let's do some Hey, chats. let's move on. Uh, Tevia says, uh, any opinion on Star Trek Beyond? Because I like it. We kind of like bashed I, it a little bit. but uh, I, I like Star Trek Beyond. I get why it didn't, why it was a terrible idea yeah. and why it didn't like do well, but I do like it. I, I don't like the end. I think the last third of the movie, it falls apart yep. because like they try to shoehorn in. A big bad guy. A bad guy who's like. like Idris a, Elba is like wasted on that movie and he's it's just another fight. Yeah. It's, yeah. Another yeah. Kirk versus the bad guy fight. Yeah. Whoa. Not not a good not and a good way to end it. They they try to do the Bones and Kirk scene again. Which one? What from two? But oh, in beyond. Yeah. It doesn't work. No. Bones is great though. He is great. Friggin' Carl Urban man. Who'd have thought yeah. that good old Aomer, son of Aomen would be a really fun, cool yeah. character actor. Yeah. He's great as Dread. He's great as Bones. I like that. Everybody makes fun of him. I love him in that in tar- in, in two thousand nine. All yeah. she left me was with my bones. With the bones. I think that's yeah. funny. I liked it. I know grizzled miserable that's people not who would where say bones that. Comes from, but like whatever. <laughs> do do you know what the origin of what the etymology is from bones? I believe, I believe bones was. I don't remember. I've read it, but it's not it's totally different. It's not that, he, that Kirk calls him. Kirk refers to him. I think his, it's like a doctor thing. Failure. I think yeah. it's like a term that was used. Mm. For like doctors, okay, I could be wrong. I mean, maybe in maybe the Federation, but at the very least, for him, yeah, interesting, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like. I, I thought it was fine. I like the uniforms in that better, which apparently mm-hmm. they had to fight tooth and nail to get. Really? Yeah, because they were like, well, because that had to be thirty-seven percent distinct from the original right. series and from whatever. Right. But uh, but the original, but they like they fought tooth and nail because like those like those stupid where it's like it's the insignia and then there's a thousand more insignias. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing where they're like that's distinctly different from the original uniform. Yeah. So it's like okay, so fine. but then they were made, made those and they were art like, from adversity. Yeah, 
except it wasn't artistically rewarding in any way. But uh, but I like the uniforms in that, and I, and I yeah. like Bones. And... I like the whole style of the movies. I, I enjoy like yeah. the, the look of the ship and everything. Cause it's like, well, how do you make a ship that looks like old-fashioned? Because it has to look old in comparison to like the newer ships from Star Trek. But like also is does not completely turn audiences away with how crappy it looks <laughs> yes and how like how could you possibly like direct a sh- gigantic complex starship with like no buttons yeah with, like like a couple levers <laughs> and some giant yes. buttons and a few lights that don't seem to do anything no it's true uh it, it's yeah the, the so visual they, they have to change it but cool. it's you still it's, you still buy it yes as like it's the same thing as the old one right you just kind of forget what the old yeah and like. you, that, that helps yeah but yeah I, I i liked it well enough yeah and i like pine like i like yeah. all of them i like yeah, quinto pine Bones. I, quinto i think is the weakest one yeah of, he's, the, of the three he's not really sure what he's supposed to be doing yeah it's tough that's like, yeah i mean I don't know Saldana's just doing whatever she does yeah she's fine she's fine I like what they do with with Uhura's character. I like that yeah. they give her like. I wish they more... they give it to somebody who like didn't need like who actually needed oh, the job. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> their terror of death says also during the time of first contact, Cisco was trapped on a planet with a bunch of Jem Hadar fighting for his life. I remember that episode. I did not know that that was that was uh, during first contact. At the same time. See, I, guess I was going to say I think Worf wasn't in that there's, episode. I was so. going to say there's no way they wouldn't have bothered to explain it in the show. Yeah. Uh, a card of this rumor that Warner Media will contact will contract with JJ Abrams' company Bad Robot to create content. What if JJ is hired to fix the DCEU? It's true. Warner's apparently acquired it, or, yeah. or like they're they. It's it's a done deal, from what I understand. Uh, if they don't, they're stupid <laughs> because they they're not capable of doing it themselves, right. and they're not capable of hiring anyone to do it for them. Mm-hmm. So just give it to JJ, right? Because there's also. Like, here's the thing. I wouldn't give J.J. Abrams Star Trek because I don't think he's equipped to do it. Like, yeah. I don't think he gets it. Yeah. And he didn't want no, it. Well, he doesn't get so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I w- you know, so it's like, it's not like, just give it to J.J. is like what you should just stamp on every single franchise. But since there's no place to go from D.C., just do that. Yeah. I mean, if he knows anything about D.C. characters. Right. Or if he, he cared a little bit about them. Yeah. Bernadette Everett uh, Ewerts says uh, the motion picture was actually the script for what was supposed oh. to be the pilot for Star Trek II series, but they did the movie instead. Yeah, I actually have heard that. I've heard that as well. It, that's yeah. why uh, that's why the the dad from Seventh Heaven or whatever is in there because apparently he was in the he was supposed to be in that show. Ah. Uh, he also says Sawbones. I think for Bones, old timey doctor. doctor. Yeah, yes, Doctor Sawbones. I, I remember yeah. hearing that term. Yeah. Uh, the real Zoobs. Uh, I love all the Treks have fans. The TNG is my favorite. From the fun of Merry Men, the sadness of the re- uh, Resican, oh god, the Risican flute, and the B-A-ness of Picard being stabbed. Yeah, huh. yeah, Picard yes. getting stabbed through the heart by those Nausicans. Nausicans. Amazing. Yep. We didn't talk about Q, I love Q. I think Q's great. Q's great. Uh, but yeah, that flute, uh, I cry every single time. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Uh, there, and there's a reason to cry every single time. Like, there's, you could find, you could cry the whole episode. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, if I'm steeled enough from it, I always get it when Picard clutches the flute in his ready room. Mm. Speaking uh, of Nausicans, Ben and I just watched an episode of Deep Space Nine that had some Nausicans. No in. shit! Yeah. Why wouldn't they reuse them? You have no grandpa. <laughs> Human. Uh, Doormat James, I was always more of a Stargate and Star Wars kid. Stargate. Well, I am oh, sorry man. for you, my friend, because <laughs> I knew a lot of Stargate fans. And uh, it's interesting, the problem with too much success. And by success, I mean like, Star uh, sci-fi wouldn't let the show die. Stargate just kept going. 
There were like three. There were like three different series of Stargate. There were three different series, and I think like I think, I think there were like at least ten seasons of the original Stargate. Mm. So it's like that show wouldn't end. And I'm only I'm basing it off of the amount of DVDs that my college roommate had on top of his television. Just all of Stargate. And I'm like, that's a wow. lot of Stargate. Wow, that's a lot of Stargate. That's a little too much Stargate. I saw the movie and was like, that's that's a hundred percent more Stargate than I ever <laughs> in my life. I was going to say, that's just the right about Stargate. Yeah. Nope. It's just too much Stargate. Uh, but, uh, but the, like, they wouldn't let it die. The, like, everyone in the show was like, we're done. It makes money. We're done, though. It makes money. It was literally, I remember, I remember there was a period when Farscape said, we need one more season to end it. And Stargate said, we hate making this show. Please end it. And they canceled Farscape, die. and they renewed Stargate. And it was like, <laughs> oh my god. So there's just an asshole just pulling the cranks and spinning the wheels. <laughs> they're like, yeah, oh, I hear you. I got it. No problem. <laughs> and then when they came home, the next, they went to work the next day. They were like, no, wait, I'm sorry. You, I think you flipped it over. No, I got no, it right. I did exactly what I wanted to do. Oh. <laughs> now, if I were the people of Stargate, I'd be like, all right. We're going to make, like, really cheap, boring talkie episodes and then just, like, give the money to the Farscape people. Just be like, make two episodes on the backs of the season and just wrap it up. Which, they made, which of course, they did. Uh, yes. They, they, they made an episode or two and they sure. were able to end it in, I think, the most unsatisfactory way possible. Uh, I don't know. I never saw Farscape. I, I watched the no, pilot Farscape. for Farscape and I was like, No. <laughs> Like, I think I watched a couple episodes. Yeah. Everyone I knew was like, everybody I know who was like the biggest nerd imaginable is like, how could you not like Farscape? Right. It's got space. It's got <laughs> Jim Henson. Everything about it is awesome. Because mm. Jim Henson, Creature Shop, worked on everything. So sure. Like, and I'm like, yeah. because I can't connect with any of these characters and it's all boring. <laughs> it's just unfathomably boring. That's exactly how I felt. Did uh, you ever watch Andromeda? No. Yeah, me either. Did you ever watch Lex? No. <laughs> Did you ever watch Killjoys? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, that's Did you another ever watch show. Babylon Five. By, uh, uh, nope. Jay Michael Straczynski's Babylon Five. Yeah. I haven't seen. I've watched several episodes of Babylon. 5. I literally haven't seen a single commercial for Babylon. <laughs> we had this conversation on the JMS episode of uh, Spider Man. Next on Bat. <laughs> <laughs> I literally. No. Oh my God! Where's the remotes? I, I can't I, hear about all, this. Babylon the only Five. thing I know about it is that the guy they put on every piece of promotion looked like Neelix. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't know what they were thinking what with that are you guy. Thinking with that guy, he looks like a used car salesman and Neelix at the same time. There's no way I'm gonna watch this show. Can we talk about Neelix for a second. We must talk about Neelix. Neelix because Voyager might be one of Tiffany's favorite episodes. Yes, yeah, Tiffany really likes Voyager. Voyager, and I like Voyager too. I watched uh, all of Voyager or most of Voyager. I like I I like Jane. My Lang. mom was really into into Voyager. Yeah, I think that I think because was... it was most like the original series, and she liked the original series. Interesting. Yeah, I remember a lot of people approximating Voyager. This is back when I was like a kid reading like wizards and stuff mm -hmm. they were like this is just tng diet this is diet tng boo no it's much more remote yeah like yeah and, and like, the original series was like that too they were on a five-year mission into uncharted space exactly so, so it's actually much more like that yeah in a sense but yeah so um but yeah neelix is uh, the worst he was the reason i like didn't watch like literally he was the reason i didn't watch voyager for years right i'm just like i can't get past this guy he's so obnoxious and like they just kept pushing him. Yeah, he's he, Slimer. Yeah. Like, he's Slimer in the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's and just it's like, like, why? 
Like, he's not even supposed to be here. Why is he on the bridge? <laughs> and why do they what? tolerate him? He's always like... We have replicators! Janeway tells him to do something, and then he doesn't do it, and then she's just like, Oh, oh Neelix. Neelix, damn it! I and I'm like, he's... you're the captain, and you're a badass. Put him in jail when I, he disobeys you. I he think, sucks. I think they think he's Data. Data? I think they're like, he's our Data. No, the doctor's Data. No. They're he's trying to be human. Is he, though? Yeah. Robert Ricardo has, like... Well, he is. He's more... not trying to be human. He's trying no. to. He's trying to like gain. He's just trying to be better at what he's doing. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and eventually it becomes like a rights thing. Right. They do that. He he be, he's able to walk around. Yeah. And then the they put him emitter. in. Yeah. And then and then they put him in first contact. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And Beverly Crusher makes a derogatory comment how she hates them. Yeah. <laughs> I pr- really I swore funny. to myself I'd never use this. <laughs> Boom. I'm a doctor, not a doorstop. <laughs> I love. The concept behind the doctor where it's just like you always need a doctor right to like just do like the most basic triage to like save lives exactly it's not that hard yeah we can have a hologram do it yeah cool <laughs> idea yeah i love it and i love the idea that beverly crusher finds it like yeah. repugnant <laughs> you need a human yeah what what <laughs> and you know what it is she has a problem because she was replaced for a little bit with yes. the least li- with the second least likable character in TNG's, like, bridge crew. Yeah. Tasha Yar is the most unlikable character. She's pretty TNG. horrible. Yeah. She's so horrible. And I'm so glad that she thought she was better than that. Yeah. She left. And she left. She now, got killed by a tar monster. She did. She died in the most <laughs> dumb way. Then she re-died. Yeah, that's right. They got, they gave her a do-over. Yeah. Because she kept coming back. Hey, do you guys need Tasha? You wanted her dead. We killed She's her. She's dead. She's dead. What, can we do an episode where you go to an alternate reality where I didn't die? Sure. Okay. And you can be in the Fine. last episode. Oh, and you can be a Romulan. That's yep, the worst. That's right. That's the worst. She, her death is great because it allows Worf to actually be what he's supposed to be. He's a security, like he's security chief now. Yeah. How is she a Romulan? Okay. I, I remember that she was. I don't. Okay. So, in the alternate reality. Yeah. The mirror universe? Are we the, talking about the mirror universe? The mirror universe. Where, okay. where, 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 like, it's a dark future. Yeah, it's the mirror universe, yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's not the mirror universe. Oh, it's it's a mirror, it's a type of mirror universe. Oh, it's, it's not the same one no, from it's, the original series? It's the one where, like, the Klingons win, or, like, yeah. the, the, this, this, this version of, I think it's the Enterprise. Yeah, the old yeah. Enter, Enterprise B, or whatever, uh, doesn't save, or doesn't get involved. It goes through, it goes through a wormhole. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, Instead, the Enterprise, that was the Enterprise C. The Enterprise C. Yeah. They were supposed to what save, save the, Klingons the Klingons from, from a the Romulan Romulans. attack, yeah, and then they don't do and it. And they, they instead they go through a wormhole, and yeah, because of that, right. the Enterprise is like a military ship, and we're losing to the Klingons. Yeah. Which I'm like, which of course, then you watch six, and you're like, how? <laughs> yeah, what there a- shouldn't be enough Klingons. <laughs> it has fifty years of life, whether you integrate them into the Federation or not. Yeah. Well, the Enterprise C was like after that, so I guess it's like, well, the Federation helped them. Yeah. And then And then they, they did so well that they like got their druthers yeah. and like declared war on us again. Thanks. Yeah. The Klingons exactly. are never trustworthy. <laughs> I'm forced to agree with that, McCarthy. Yeah, he was right. Apparently. Hashtag Shannon was right. Or, <laughs> hashtag uh, hashtag Kirk, Kirk was, was right. right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, well, and then in D Space Nine, they do it again. Yes! Like, they break the treaty with the Federation, and, like, they have a big war. I know, like, what the hell? It's just, like, stop trusting them. They're animals. They're animals. <laughs> let them die. Let, 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 them, let die. them die. Let them die. Is that even in the episode? Is that even the movie? Like, they play it over and over again? No. It's just not in the movie. Well, oh, it's, it's Red Letter Media. They do. Oh. 
damn they it. do replay him saying, I've done the trusted Klingons. And I never will. Because that was recorded in his log. That was his personal log. Which the conspirators had access to. Yes. They didn't have access to the conversation between <laughs> Spock half and like, Starfleet headquarters. Yeah, which I wish they did. <laughs> which would be, uh, that would seal his case oh, like, immediately. Let them let them, let them die. <laughs> oh my god, General Chang. By the way, that sequence where they're talking, where they're speaking Klingon, and then they just like do a cut. And he, they're speaking English mm-hmm. to show you that, like, they are, they're speaking Klingon in, on, like, here. Yeah. So, let, yep. you know, yep. But, yep. but for your benefit, they're going to speak English. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Don't wait for the translation. Don't wait for the translation. That was a, the question. That was a direct reference to an yes. actual like, guy at the UN. And I don't remember the situation, but no. it was some Cold War mm-hmm. moment between the Soviet Union and the U.S. Yeah. And so, yeah, that actually happened. It yeah. ripped from the headlines. Right. I think Kittimer is literally the yeah. name. Like, that's... Come on. <laughs> well, uh, uh, the head of the Klingon Empire, uh, Gorkon, yes. is Gorbachev, Gorbachev plus Lincoln. <laughs> and he has a Lincoln beard. Yeah, he does. At least they got David Warner to play him. His so tooth... Great. His tooth yeah. cane is amazing. He's great in that movie. He's yeah, he's like, so good. Uh, th- that movie is David like... great in everything. Yeah. He's Rachel Ghoul, by the way, everybody. Like, real Rachel Ghoul. But, uh, yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. Everything. Oh, he's, he's... You see him, and you instantly like him. Yep. And you realize, like, Kirk is an asshole. Yes. Because Kirk is like a dick. Yeah. And this guy's just like... Has, he's just smiling. Yep, and he he's like, well, well... We've got a long way to go. Exactly. Oh! It's just like, oh, you're amazing. Yeah. Damn it. I love they knocked Kirk down a peg yep. and then like he learns a lesson. Yes. Ah, that like everyone needs to learn. Yes. Ah, no, it's amazing. Great. Uh, but uh, so anyway, we were, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> we were, uh, oh, 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 Tasha Yar. Oh, uh, so anyway. Oh, and Neelix sucks. Yeah, Neelix sucks, <laughs> but no, Tash, alternate Tasha Yar goes with Shooter McGavin. That's right. And then instead of all dying, she is taken by the Romans of a concubine. Oh, yeah. In the past. And I guess she's not unmade when they go back. Anyway, so she she's taken as a concubine by the Romulans, and they have a kid, and the kid is played by Tasha Yar. Okay. She's half whatever the hell Tasha Yar is and half right. Romulan. Right. And she's horribly annoying, and they never really kill her, and I wish they did because she's so annoying. <laughs> Just like they should have killed Neelix because he's so annoying. Yeah. Maybe she died in the Dominion War. Fine. A fitting end. That's <laughs> what you could do with anyone. It's like, well. Yeah. Oh, where's she? Oh, what, what happened to that character? Oh, Dominion War. Yeah. It was encompassed the whole Alpha Quadrant, so, you know, anyone can die. Yeah. Uh, getting back. Yeah, uh, we got to do super chats. Super Comics Fanboy 616 says, Hey, Sal and Ethan, what are your favorite Trek parodies and homages and other media? My favorite has to be where if no fan has gone before from Futurama. It's great, but mean spirited. Really <laughs> a little bit. I don't like that they don't no. reference James Doohan except oh, in a negative way. Yeah, that's weird. He was he was and well they reference him as the guy who played Scotty. Yeah, and then like but you're you know him. Yeah. You don't know him as the guy who played Scotty. You yeah. know him as James Doohan. Yeah. And then one of them actually says to the other in the show like it's an off comment where they say like oh, fire at the enemy and he goes, "Oh, you mean Doohan?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And it was like he had dementia. He was dying. Yeah, that's a little, that. that's, that's why a little he said weird. no to being in the show, you asshole. Yeah. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? It is funny, though. It's funny, though. <laughs> uh, the Welshy thing is funny. Uh, yeah. No, it's funny. I like that a lot. Um, Tiffany's going to bring up my favorite version of it in the Super Chat, uh, which I saw earlier. Yeah, yeah. Rusky910 says, I think they cloned the Stargate executive and put one in charge of every entertainment company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Ryan Light, what do you think of the Trek films should go? Where do you think they, they should go after Beyond? I think it's cool if they just create a new original crew 100 years after TNG. That'd be fine. Man, I don't know what they should do. We talked about this a while, like for a good couple of hours. And just we could, do the not... Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. Whatever it is. Whatever just that, do that is. Do yeah, that I don't want that. That's so weird. <laughs> I really want to see it. it. But I don't want it. I don't want to. It'll be good. It'll be good. He's undisputedly a good director. It's just yeah. kind of like, but like, it's not going to be start. It's going to be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Does he, and he, because he loves history, but he also likes fucking with it. So like, will it, will, will it be like Generations where they're all wearing different uniforms from different eras? Man, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm seeing know. it. As for after that, I don't know. There's always this debate like, what should the next series be? Where should the next movie be set? Like, what part of the yeah. Star Trek timeline? I'm not, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm always an advocate of like, how about stop drilling? You hit oil. I, yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't I've know. I've heard so many different things. I've heard there was going to be a, you know, the, the rumors of the Star Trek Academy show. Yes, have been around forever for decades. Yep. Uh, I guess that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should go back back to the past. To and it's just it, it, there's too many questions. Yes. It creates too many continuity problems because you always want to do your own thing but Mm -hmm. you can't because you're trapped yeah so like i think you should just do it after the the voyager yeah just pick up there right a few years later yeah you know i I don't know i don't know i I really don't know i don't know it's tough it's it's tough because they they basically explored the whole galaxy at this point (laughs) yes i I between all the shows it's like well you covered the okay so this is super nerdy, but yeah. the original series, they're exploring the Beta Quadrant. Okay. Uh, TNG is set almost entirely in the Alpha Quadrant. Right. Uh, Voyager the, is the Delta Voyager Quadrant. is the Delta Quadrant, and Deep Space Nine, they have the wormhole to the Gamma Quadrant, where they can go whenever they want. So those are all the quadrants. And it's also mostly in the Alpha Quadrant. So yeah. it's like, okay, so yeah, there's no, like, general place you can go no. if you haven't explored. All you can do is, like, explore more of those places they've already been yeah. and establish the whole, like politics of those regions and everything so it's like how are you gonna have a new thing because like every show had like a new thing to be a problem like png had the borg right deep space nine had the dominion Mm -hmm. voyager had like the various well the borg Borg all the like other races that they encountered the kazons oh yeah oh the 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 organ harvesting whatever whatever chakotay is oh the no he was the maquis yeah from he was from the Alpha Quadrant. He, yeah, they dealt with that at the beginning, and right. the, that was a thread through the show. But it wasn't an external thread; that was kind of internal. Yeah, yeah. yeah they didn't like fight them. Um, but yeah, oh, no. so like seven well, of nine is Data. She, well, she becomes Data. I'm saying like, that's who the Data is yeah. in the show. Yeah, it was the doctor. The doctor was fine. I know, as like exploring yeah, the human condition hot. or whatever. I couldn't put Data down wasn't hot. No, but like we also had Troy. And for, like, the MILF fans, we got Crusher. So it's like, you know. Right. We got these two hotties in unitards. Janeway's hot in the same oh, way Crusher she's, was? She's hot the way, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is hot. Like, she's, she's powerful. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, well, the oh, thing nobody is, the thinks thing was, power is sexy. <laughs> I'm just saying that Kate Mulgrew wasn't going to put her, wasn't going to pour herself into a No, she was not. But Jerry Ryan was Jerry more than Ryan willing to do that. very happy to do that. And a lot of Trek fans were happy to have that. And I'm not saying it was good, but it was Berman. He's just like, I gotta sexy it up. What? Mm. There's a scene in TNG work, where Berman. both Crusher and Troy are like working out. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Only to only to be hot. Only to do that. 
And, yeah. and they were like, there is no, there's no one in this show anyone can find attractive. They uh, they put Dax in hot outfits on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and she's legitimately hot. Dax so, is like, attractive. That, that yeah. works. No, that's true. That's um, a good point. They, 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 that is a common theme throughout. Star right? Trek. No, they were like cram him into something sexy and yep. make him do something. Yep. Anyway, Eruski number one zero says you could do an entire season of tangents out of Sal and Ethan podcast, yeah. and I love it. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, Tiffany's bringing up my favorite. Uh, the real don't forget about Galaxy Quest, the, a great Star Trek film. Yeah, Galaxy Quest is for many people. It's like their fifth favorite Star Trek movie. Yeah. I think among Star Trek fans. Like, it's and it great. is. It's it's a perfect parody. It's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. It gets everything right. And it's not like... And it still manages... It could have been darker and it could have been more angry and mean-spirited and it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a... Kind of like a, like yeah. a love letter. Right. It, it's, yeah. it's just... It's genuine and yet still, like, subversive. Yep. So it actually works, like, every in every way. That's the how a lot they of people were, feel about the, the Orville. Yes. They're like, this is more Star Trek than Discovery. Than Discovery, yeah. yeah. I just don't... I haven't watched a single episode. I haven't either. I don't care for Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> I uh, want him to go, go away. away. Yeah. Not be here anymore. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, it's like, you know what, Seth? Good for you. You can sing and dance and do many different funny voices, but like, must you be on camera as the lead in everything that you yeah. work on? You know when he lost me entirely, Hellboy Two, when he plays he's the, in Hellboy Two, he's the Mysterio Steam character. He's the German who shows up who ruins every scene he's in. I, I don't remember he's, anything about he's that a movie. special. It's Hellboy Two sucks, <laughs> but like, but that character sucks the most because he's a German. He's a German scientist who shows yeah. up and he's like, I think I can take you. And it's like, it's just Seth MacFarlane doing Klaus. And it's like, fuck you, that's just Klaus from American Dad. <laughs> and like, don't pretend like we don't all know who that's who that is. Yeah. Like, and don't pretend like that's a good German accent. Mm -hmm. Why did you get this guy to do this hammy German accent when you could have gotten anyone? You could have gotten unknown at the time, good old Christoph Waltz. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> boy. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah, but nobody knew oh who he was. God, yeah. Anyway, but you like, know, you know when he lost me? Yeah. A million ways to die in the West. Oh yeah. That movie is straight up oh, horrible. I saw. I didn't even bother seeing the movie. I saw the trailer. I'm like, f you. Yeah. Oh you. Oh no. At first I'm like, oh okay, so he's a time traveler, <laughs> and he goes back in time. And he's trying to integrate himself in the West. Yeah. No, that's he's just like, ha ha. Isn't the old West funny? I am of course from it, and I want to make out with Shirley Theron on camera, and so as such, I am in the movie. Like, fuck you, 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 you hack. Like, isn't it kind of obvious? Like, isn't, yeah. it, shouldn't any producer be like, no. Well, I assume he's the producer. Right, so. right. No, it's true. But like, you, but no, but no one, one man or woman, except for George Lucas, can just go like, I want to make a film. Right. And put it out in theaters. And so I have. Well, but Regardless he's, of quality. He's, but he's <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, creator of uh, hit show Family Guy and American Dad. Yeah. And the Cleveland and Show. And the Cleveland Show. Which yeah. some people like. I watched a couple watch episodes. It. I didn't really care for I, it. I, I occasionally would. I, I would. Still American Dad. Occasionally, I'd watch American Dad, and then it, and accidentally the Cleveland Show would come back on. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I watched a few seconds. I'm like, oh no. It's just not very good. I do like the concept of bears living with humanity. But it's just not. It's <laughs> I not love formal. that character. <laughs> You're right. The bear is well, great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Flotsam says, "Remember that time Worf lost to an empty barrel." I don't. I don't. I'm is sorry. That, is that uh, is that one of the holodeck Old West episodes? I think it has to be. Um, although I will say, I do remember the time that, like, I remember, like, a lot of Worf episodes. Mm -hmm. 
like like when he drinks prune juice, he's like it's a warrior's drink. Yeah. Or 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 when he avenges the death of the woman that would be his like wife and the mother of Alexander, who is an annoying character as well because oh. children can't act, and I feel bad for them because they don't yeah. deserve the ire they get. But you know what? You're in a film or a TV show. You're gonna be criticized. It's gonna happen. Sorry, yeah. Alexander. Sorry. I'm sorry, Wesley. I'm sorry, Wesley, but you're the worst. And <laughs> I'm going to complain about it. It's you. funny because you're the worst, and yet somehow you managed to turn that into, like, clout. Yeah. And you, like, have an ego as a result of being the worst part of the show that everyone likes. What's that all about? Yeah. I mean, good for you. You leveraged it into, yeah, into mean, a fine podcast. It's genuinely career. impressive. It is. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a triumph. Yeah. And I do like the story about him on the set of Star Trek VI because they made the show and the movie at the same ah. time and he went to the set yeah and they Star just Trek used VI. sets from TNG <laughs> just covered stuff with yep. stuff just put a guy in an, in an original series uniform in front of the machine you would see from TNG <laughs> yeah in front of the map of the Enterprise D that's on <laughs> yep. the panel mm. but uh, they put uh, Wesley uh, Will Wheaton Will Wheaton Will Wheaton uh, uh, they, he met he was apparently a big Star Trek fan anyway Okay. So he met Shatner, and Shatner says like, "You're on the you're on the other show, aren't you?" And he says like, "Yeah, I am." And he goes, "We would never let a kid on the bridge of my enterprise." <laughs> and that was apparently what he said, and uh, that crushed him. See me, I'd be like, "That's fucking awesome! I That's can't believe really he said funny. that to me." Yeah. Well, they, well, times have changed, old timer. <laughs> like you know, didn't you? Aren't you dead in my series? <laughs> you know, like you just, but apparently it crushed him. It like made him feel really, really bad. And then, yeah, Shatner uh, will do that. Yeah, Shatner's a real shithead. So, he's like, not. I mean, he, I don't think he's not he a people means person. anything by it. No, he but doesn't. Like, but like that, he's like my uncle. He doesn't know what he's saying or why he's saying it. But what he says is penetratively insulting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love my uncle, but he's he he has a he has a knack for that. Mm -hmm. He I've seen him in weddings and funerals, and he does exactly the same. He's capable of the same exact ability to to ruin everyone's good time. <laughs> Uh, and so it is with Shatner. But anyway, uh, everyone came together to like make him feel, to make Will feel better at the expense of Shatner. That like no one liked him. They were like, you know, yeah. that's a rug he's wearing. He's bald. <laughs> he's quite a bastard. Yeah, no we one likes agree. him. We all agree. You know, they killed Just Spock because... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they killed Spock because he hates him so much. Like, he just couldn't do it anymore. There's a whole, the whole emotional crescendo of the best Star Trek movie is predicated on the fact that Shatner is such a dick. People don't want to work with him so bad. Yeah. And Sulu now, got, be, got now, be interesting. That's actually interesting because they, there's a, Shatner talks about that a lot. Oh, the fact Star that nobody Trek, likes it. No, about Star Trek II and what happened mm. with, with, uh, with uh, Spock's character and like whether it was planned or not because he didn't know about it. I do know they reshot that shot where yeah. you remember. Yeah. Just because they were like, yeah. maybe. He's like, well, wait, I read the script. Like, that didn't happen. Like, when did you and Nicholas Meyer, like, work out this little thing yeah. where you were, like, going to come back? I feel like that was a conversation where he's like, that was his, like, that was like a clause in his contract where he's like, what if I can't make it, though? What if what if no one buys my, my Bilbo Baggins sequel <laughs> album? Like, <laughs> yeah, what if I need Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, what's interesting is, like, now, Nimoy, well, until Not recently, Nimoy and yeah. Shatner were good friends. Yes. And I don't know on the show if they were... 
Certainly Nimoy didn't say in his later years that there was any animosity, animosity. between them. So I don't know if it's true that he wanted his character killed off for that reason. Right, or if right, he just right. didn't want to be typecast. No, I think it was that. I mean, that, no actor wants to be pigeonholed unless they realize that that's the only way they're going to pay the bills. In yes. which case, they're happy to be pigeonholed. Yeah. Which is why I appreciate Shatner more now because like he did embrace, yes. after rejecting yeah. the notoriety from Star Trek, he came to realize, like, no, like people like love me for this. Right. And isn't that what acting is like about? It's yeah. like people getting into the character. <laughs> is people showering you with adoration well, and praise well, because you're a narcissist. Appreciating your craft. Yes, that's true. Well, it's not like anyone was a big T.J. Hooker fan. <laughs> I'm sure there were some. Not, not not enough. You know, not enough to pay the bills or to get like a free like, meal at a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, Star Trek is interesting. It is. Uh, but I don't remember that episode. Uh, and Louis Southard says, a great episode, guys. Best piece of Star Trek in recent years was that episode of Black Mirror USS Callister. Mm. Uh, I don't like Black Mirror. Uh, I think it's uh, I, I think it's a little one note and a little uh, a little too uh, angry for my science fiction. Mm. Too... I have not seen that episode. I've only seen, I think, like four episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. I've seen three. And I'm like, this is all the same episode. <laughs> all the same thing yeah let me see if i can like it, it well it's like star it's like twilight zone right it's all about the style like yeah. it's like yeah. uh it's an episode where the guy wakes up and everything's up and everything's up uh, topsy-turvy you know like he <laughs> it's like oh which episode is that <laughs> every episode it's not about that it's not right. about the plot right you know it's about the the atmosphere and about like how fun it is to watch yeah. these 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 d movie actors <laughs> be in this thing uh which of course shatner was one of them uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, actually, uh, apropos of Shatner and the negative uh, everything, um, that scene in Galaxy Quest, when uh, Tim Allen is in the bathroom, and there's a couple of dudes, uh, nerdy dudes, who went to a Galaxy Quest convention uh -huh. to make fun of everyone who goes to Galaxy Quest conventions. Irony of ironies. Yeah. I think those guys are a couple of fucking idiots who yeah. don't recognize what they're doing but uh anyway they talk about how like they, they they talk about you know how tim allen's an idiot and how everyone no one likes him everyone thinks he's an asshole yeah and like he's like e even his own co-stars think he's an asshole when he's not looking or when he's not listening and he's like oh and he gets really mad and he leaves and you know that's a real story that happened to shatner whoa that shatner was at a star trek convention and he went to the bathroom and people were like talking about how he's like shatner's so his head so far up his ass, like, no, he doesn't even know that, like, his own co-stars hate him. And uh, wow. that, I think, was, uh, either that was, like, the, the the moment where he was, like, I'm, like, at Star Trek, I'm getting out of this. Mm. Uh, or, or it changed his attitude. But, like, that that moment was, like, we're going to put this in our parody of Star Trek movies. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so depressing. That's, really that's maybe so sad. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, you know, because he's, you know, sure he's a jerk, but, like, you know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very full of himself. Right, you know, but, like, but he's so good. Yeah. I mean, like, good. Right. Kirk is great. Yeah. In those movies. In I the don't movies. like him in the show. In the show, not so much. No. Spock. It's, he's weird. He's, he's, he's a Shakespearean actor. Right. He's just not the right acting style for that show. No, but it's like. It's very strange. It's like Adam West in Batman. Mm. Because, like, when they got Batman. They cat they 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 you know screen tested like a million guys, and they had somebody who was great. It's like an actor, and they were like, "That's not what this show is." Mm. And so they went with West, who was a joke. Yeah, 
And they were like, that's what the show is. The show needs the camp yeah. of this, like, D-list actor. Right. And so they rejected, like, the good actor, and they got West, and that propelled West and Batman into the into yeah. the culture. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with Shatner, where they're Could like, be. this show, no, you, no. It, subtlety is, there's no place in this show. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, the, with a console that goes, <laughs> Yes. It's with, supposed to be a little bit goofy right, and, and a little silly. like and, and a little, like, one-dimensional in terms yeah. of, like, this is the lesson. Yeah in your face one of the character the characters are black on one side and white on the other <laughs> and the other ones are white on one side and black on the other yeah. and they hate each other for it right you're getting it yeah it's a Berenstain Bears book <laughs> in space caring about appearances is stupid there is the lesson that's the lesson and oh, every episode you get one of those in your face like I get it yeah. thank you we, we need actors Americans are dumb <laughs> And and I, I don't need, get and subtlety. Yeah, and I need dumb American actors to do that. Oh, Captain, it's me. I'm Scottish. Don't you get it? Like, and that's better than what he was doing. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, Star Trek. Uh, so, what's your favorite Star Trek show? My favorite Star Trek show is Deep Space Nine. Yes. Uh, hands down. My favorite. That's the one that I... I remember watching TNG first as a kid. Right. I think I was a little young. Mm -hmm. But Deep Space Nine was, like, when I was... Of like the age coming of age, yeah. yeah, and I got like really into it, and I watched the whole thing, mm -hmm. and then like I had missed the beginning, so I went back uh, and watched the whole thing again when it was on Netflix, and I just liked it even more. I'm like, yeah, wow, this show was like, like all shows, the first season's a little rocky, but there's still standout episodes yeah. in that first season, and that's the thing, like every season has like some really, really great uh, episodes, yeah. and they do some really cool stuff towards the end, so like, yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Well, and it's like, it's a little groundbreaking in as much as like, it as you pointed out, like it's a show where like there's a through line. Yes. Like it's, it's a saga as opposed to like an episodic. Yeah. This is the, this is the, this is the lesson of this episode and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, there's a thing. There's a, and, and it pays off at the end the way like modern shows do. Now. Yes. Yeah. It's very, um, it's very modern in that sense. Or it becomes more so as it goes anyway, yeah. towards the end it is. Yeah. They did a they did a three part episode, the first wow. three part episode in Star Trek history in like season two or three. Yeah. And it's outstanding. It's really good. Mm. It's like this crazy plot involving like this terrorist group in oh, yeah. uh, in Bajor. And it's like it's all this like you know, there's no like outside like army that's gonna like wreck everything, but it's still it's, it's this cool yeah, you intrigue. feel the tension. Yeah, it's very tense, and they just build it up with, like, good writing. Yeah. You know? And then, by the end of the series, they're doing, like, like six-episode arcs, mm -hmm. where it's just, like, one leads right into into the next. Yeah. And it's like, great. And they fought the network on that, because they're like, well, what if oh, somebody sure. comes in in the middle? <laughs> they're like, who cares? Yeah. They're not going to. <laughs> it's called Star Trek D Space Nine. Yeah. Like, people... No one's going to stumble this point, on this show. Yeah, at this point... The audience is who they are, and that's my. Well, that's my approach to Star Trek in general, where it's like, oh, how? Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm trying to get John Q. moviegoer right. to go see Star Trek. Like, they're not. Yeah, just own it. Yeah, that's why. Like, the idea of making a Star Trek Picard mm -hmm. is a great idea. I think it will be a mockery of what that sh of what that character is, because Patrick Stewart will have nothing but more influence over oh, that character, yeah. and so. While I do appreciate that at least in his like in his older years, he's probably not going to be an action star and he's not going to be severing spines and smashing ships. He will I don't trust his judgment. He's I don't. He's an actor. Yeah. He's not he a needs writer. To be directed yeah. And he written. needs to be told how to because yeah. clearly, because everything we love about Picard, from the drumhead, you know, trial 
to the to you know to the measure of a man to everything else to the to the inner light everything about that was scripted by a person who had a le- who had something to say it, Picard did not improv every like Patrick Stewart was not an improv artist he's a Shakespearean actor he can he can make Shakespeare seem real mm-hmm. which is hard to do he can make Star Trek seem insightful right which is hard to do so he and he, and he manages to do it but he needs to be told how to do it mm-hmm. you can't just be like well you you were picard yes. so you do tell it. us no no and and he should have the self editing ability to be like i don't right well too is i know i'll get my my five favorite episodes we'll find out which among the writers is alive enough to write like the the the, the concept yeah and then we'll get some great cracking team to make a good show like i don't trust them no because i don't either because you know who's making it? The same freaking people are making Discovery. Yeah. Who it took resounding anger and resentment and rejection from the entire audience to say, "Don't make this show." Mm-hmm. For them to change it into something people actually enjoy. Yeah. And it's like I don't, I don't have the time or the patience to watch someone figure out how to make yeah. a show I want to see. Yeah. There's plenty of other shows and movies where they actually knew what they were doing and yeah. made it the right way the first time. Well, that's the problem. Like it. It used to be more so that, like, shows could kind of grope along and figure out... The, yes. The, but we don't have that anymore. No. Now, this is the era of, like, Mad Men and Breaking Bad. It which has were, like, to be... excellent from the get-go. one. Yeah. Like, they had an idea of what they wanted to do, this whole thing planned yep. out. Planned and out, and then they executed, executed it. it really yeah. well. And HBO did the same thing HBO, even before that. Like, Deadwood. <laughs> I'm like, sure, but no... Man, I don't want to hold the ending against. (laughs) That's true. Can you imagine if the X Files were developed today? How much more satisfying it would have been to end, as opposed to how it ended up. Yeah, where it's like became like a joke. uh, Yes, like a parody of itself. It just collapsed under its own ineptitude. Yeah, but uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I think there's a future, but I don't know if it's Picard. I want Picard. But you know what I want? But I want Q to be the central thing about Picard because that's like his and that's his right. adversary. That's his main a- capital nemesis. A adversary. Yeah. Like it's not even like, it's not a villain. It's like it's just it's the it's the question, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that he's constantly given. Yeah, it's his opposition. Yeah, he must, and, and it's inevitability. It's everything that yeah. he has to go against. Oh, like, and 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 Picard is such a competent, overwhelmingly good moral at what he does yes. character that he needs that kind of threat to like push yeah, him. Yeah, he needs he needs an ideal he needs like a, an ideal made manifest mm-hmm. to combat otherwise he has to fight guys with skin grafts. <laughs> yeah. And blow them up in a in a, yeah. in a fiery... he has to fight all these people who are like clearly his inferiors. Yeah. You know, in a, it's, it, no it's great watching him be forced to face you know, yeah. challenges a character that he literally can't do anything about. Like, right. I can't stop you. Yeah, him versus like Admiral Sati, right? The lady who was like, "I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing this witch hunt. And I'm gonna ruin these people because I'm, because I'm a lunatic." Like he's like, I can't just punch her in the face. <laughs> like I have to, I have to ruin her personally because mm. she's gonna destroy me. Yeah. Like, sh- and she knows how to do it. You know, she knows how to turn people like who would be good but they're too stupid against their better judgment. Mm. And I need to be able to do the same thing. Like I use her own tactics against her. Like that's, that's the, it's the mark of a, of a genius and a, and, and a morally, you know, competent person. Mm. And I don't know if I trust the people who make discovery or Patrick Stewart to make a subtle show that maybe has like a, sure. You know, but the, 
it's it's called Star Trek Picard. The audience is here. That that's those who's making the show. Like that, that you're not gonna catch all these other people with with this weird I, show. I, I like, don't know. You might get a lot of like people who are only like tangentially. I hope interested so. In Star Trek. But if they are, then maybe they'll be captivated by Patrick Stewart's performance yeah. doing what Picard should be. Yeah. You know, but instead, I know that it's about like him being like a, that the that Romulus is destroyed. Yeah. And he, like, uh, well, you gotta stay in. You the continuity. don't because it's not in continuity. The Kelvin timeline is not the real continuity. That's that's their continuity. Yeah, but that's, it's, an alternate, it's an alternate universe. But it was spawned by something that did happen in in the alternate in reality. But it sh- no, it didn't. Yeah, though. It, well, did. it did. In, it's the past it did that on, didn't happen. No, but it did it's on after paper. They go back through time that didn't happen. Right. No, but, but uh, the, the stuff in the future with Romulus getting destroyed that did happen. Yes, but. I watched it happen. I, I saw it happen. Don't, Don't tell, tell me it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. He actually used it in the right context. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to bring back Nero? He was a great villain. <laughs> I, I just rather... hope there's no Remans. You know, I mean, I think we're good. I, I think that the, I think you know, we won't... there's no Remans in the card show. I think I think we might be okay. Uh, well, definitely no, because like yeah, yeah, no. That when it all fell apart yeah. was with the Remans, but. You were going to quote Nero a minute ago. No, I would rather die in agony than be helped by you. Great, you knocked it out of the park. No, that's good. One take, good enough for you, Eric Bana? (laughs) All right, cool. Well, that's lunch. Kirk was a great man. That was was another time. You don't even know him. Yeah, what? How do you know? I that? guess he's a he's a student of history. Oh no, in the in the comic, that mining guy. Yeah, that mining Romulan. Yeah. Now in the comic book, he. He stays on the Enterprise when Admiral Picard, or no, when 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 uh, Ambassador Picard and Captain Data pick him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he 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 spends some time like reading, like watching holograms of Federation history, and he starts with with Kirk. Oh, okay. in that comic book tie-in. Yeah, no, I remember. Is that going to be part of the history? Of I the think it Picard has to show? be. Uh, no one's gonna pay attention. To that comic book. <laughs> Are they gonna to reference been... things that happened to that comic? I guarantee book? they don't. <laughs> but I want Q. Uh, you know, I'd be happy with Data, but I'd rather Worf. Yeah. In this show, in this Picard show. Yeah. If they don't put Worf in, they're, they're crazy. Stupid. They're out of their minds. Because Michael He'll Dorn. Be there. Michael Dorn likes being Worf, yeah. and he looks like he did 20 years ago. Like he and Patrick yeah, he Stewart, they they both are ageless. You could do back. You could do like flashbacks, <laughs> and they'd still be able to play those characters. <laughs> Uh, Tiffany, yeah. Okay. Oh, I bet they're gonna do flashbacks to to, yeah, to uh, the... Nero and the. Oh, that's great! Uh, there we go. Another an, yeah, an encore performance yeah. from Eric Bana as Nero, <laughs> the Romulan miner who uses like stolen Borg technology mixed with Romulan Warbird. Blah blah blah. Anyway, that's the end of the show. We want to thank you all so much for hanging well, out. We still us. got a couple super chats. We do. Yeah, these two came in. We oh, like... you're right. I'm sorry. Rusky nine one one zero says, uh, "Have you ever thought about doing something like back issues, but with movies, TV, and video games?" Uh, no. <laughs> I never mean, like, even thought about it. I thought about it, but I'm no. like, no, nobody would want to watch that. Like, well, plus, like, who wants to give a movie? Like, if my show is more than half the length of the movie, you might as well just watch the movie, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, the comics it should take 15 yep. minutes to read, but like. I, yeah, people might want to know what we have to say about that's it. That's true. That's part. That's 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 a podcast. That and podcast. like you know, maybe that's a different thing. That's a different format. Exactly. Yeah. But I think th- there's room for it, and definitely we're expanding our concepts with podcasts and shows. And so we're talking about Star Trek right we're now. Star Trek right exchange, now, and so, that was know. an hour and a half long. We did mention the comic though. We so did. We tied so it into comics. In. It's true. So yeah. it's not totally divorced. No, from... no, no. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, like, listen, that 36. That, that literally, 
an extra half of an episode. Oh, yeah? So, like, yeah, I guess we could do a whole show where we just ramble about Star Trek for half an hour. Absolutely. But, uh, but, yeah, I think there's, there's room. I've never really thought about it any, in any seriousness. Yeah. And Algie Try says, hey, yeah, hell yeah, it's Ethan. Have some digital money. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, what was your favorite Star Trek? TNG. Yeah. I, yeah. What's your favorite Star Trek movie? Uh, it's a tough one. Because um, I uh, two makes me think... You know, like, I like two, and for those moments, for those quiet little moments, yeah. uh, and for the, like, reward and the feeling of everything, like, yeah. despite the fact they kill Spock, you feel good. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Because uh, also you know he's not going to... Well, he's not we know that. They literally cut to his coffin, and he's yeah. like, and perhaps they might come back here. Maybe maybe Spock isn't dead. We'll see. Like, <laughs> like, it's not about, like, new if life. Genesis is about new and... life, then I should have, perhaps I should come back here someday. Yeah. No, it's just an appropriate for his the... coffin to be on this planet, this of re planet. Of, of rebirth. Yeah. Uh, but but I like that uh, and but but every but I but I love watching for every single time mm -hmm. <laughs> I can watch it every time yeah. the hell I like it the hell I do <laughs> it's it's ah, there's always so a time. many quotable moments yeah in that movie. There's, there's always a time for a colorful metaphor yep um, that's the only way they talk here nobody listens to you unless you swear every other word double dumbass on you <laughs> Uh, the, the it was the first time I ever laughed at Star Trek. Mm. Was that movie? Was uh, was when he says she says, "Do you guys like Italian?" Uh, no, yes, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes, yes. I love Italian. Yes, and so do you. <laughs> yes, like what? <laughs> I also really like that Spock doesn't like Italian. Yeah, or he, that, he doesn't know. I don't know. Like no, he says no. He says no, and I like that no. idea because, yeah. because you know why? Because Italian is a lot. Is, there's all these textures. It's heavy. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> you could read it as like, well, I can't like it because I've never had it. So right, it would be a lie to say. No I way, because you know, you know, if Kirk's what? had a steak, yeah, which he absolutely has, because mm -hmm. from Iowa, yeah, Spock has this tried Italian, but this is like resurrected Spock. He doesn't remember everything. Right, but he shouldn't, but he does. Shouldn't he also? It's not like they're re. They're not giving him every. It's not like he's starting from zero. He does remember. He says it when you when they re, when he they does bring him back to life. But he says, acts like he doesn't remember. Well, he's just he's getting weird. his bearings. Yeah. How do you feel? I do not understand the question. <laughs> it's weird. I don't understand what's wrong with him. Right. Well, and <laughs> you're the not more you take to. it apart, the more it's like, well, wait, why you're is not Spock supposed like to weird? Because he's an he alien. has his memories it's, back. Yeah, yeah, but he still get he he just needs time to reboot. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? It's like that scene. Like the memories are in there, but they're not. Like, yeah, they're not fully... all fire. Yeah, it's, it's it's all it's all going it's all coming back together. Uh -huh. it, it would be it would be inappropriate to assume that he's just a hundred percent better now. Uh -huh. Like, give him some time. Give him a movie to get it all together. Because by six, he's good. Oh yeah. He by five, stock. he's good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But by, yeah, by five, by, by five, five, he's just, stock again. They just skip past. Yeah, four. But... He needs to. He's like, I don't know what. Like yeah. he's he's in a fog. Yeah. But four, he, but yeah, and then by five, he's got he's got it. Yeah. But he knows he doesn't like Italian. <laughs> he does know that. He knows it. Yeah. It's like, no. Because, ugh. There's all this sauce, you know? It's, you don't want too much on, though. Yeah, but like, yeah, but there's always, if you don't you like Italian. Good Italian, it's not drenched in sauce. No, but if you if you don't like Italian, yeah. it's because it's because sauce, heaviness. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an abundance. It's a, it, you know, it's too much. Yeah. A Vulcan is all about scaling things back. That's true. Despite Spock's ridiculous quarters, which is full of shit. He probably likes sushi. Oh, no doubt. No, I think, <laughs> I, I assume that Vulcans and Spock are vegetarian. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think they are. I would assume. Uh, I believe the, they are. I would assume they're vegetarian, but it's illogical to be a vegetarian. When Why? They're, because 
you have a more efficient means of protein than supplements and vegetables. Yeah, but you also don't need. You don't. Well, to no, but eat you meat. Do, you can have yeah. like soy and. That's true, but there's from more matching different right, types right. of vegetables. Yeah. So why would you kill other creatures yeah, yeah. for well, sustenance? Well, only if you believe that the that the reason for their existence is to become sustenance. So it's like you know, it's, it, and that's a question of like. Yeah. And I guess that's more philosophical debate. Yeah. Than, than Vulcan ideology. So. Tell us in the comments down below. Yeah. Do are so Vulcans vegetarian? Are Vulcans vegetarian? Why don't Vulcans like really? Italian? Does only Spock like Italian? <laughs> Does only Spock not like not like Italian? Yeah, we didn't even get into the, like the philosophy of Star Trek. Oh, like no. how does the like universe work in like a world? Oh yeah, where there's no well, money. And... Well, I think it's funny because like you know this, this just uh, you can really crystallize our ideologies and our approaches to the world. Where it's like I like TNG because our captain is a is a moralizing black and white <laughs> character, and you're like I like uh, Captain Cisco because he breaks rules and murders people in the in the dark <laughs> and quiet. Yeah, well, it it are... peace isn't free. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he makes like sacrifices. He sacrifices his like values in order to like to keep the peace and achieve goals yeah Yeah, exactly like roddenberry's vision isn't going to happen on its own you know you gotta you gotta step on a few necks (laughs) you gotta make deals with the with the with the ferengi you can't just tell them they're assholes and send them on their way you gotta deal with them yeah one of them is on your station he's he's helping with commerce yeah figure out how to work with them i i think would you agree that scene where he's like talking to the the cardassian about the about, about uh root beer that's kind of like the distillation of like what oh yeah of aliens interpretation of the federation Federation, yeah i love that scene that's so great that's great yeah Yeah. anyway thanks a lot for hanging out with us we'll see you guys next time or at least i will here on this show elseworlds exchange if you haven't already check out everything else we have in this channel like this video subscribe to it click the bell for notifications all that jazz uh and find the description to blow us for all kinds of doobly-doos we got a lot of kind of like links and fun stuff uh go on a web quest and enjoy it (laughs) that's the teacher in me we'll see you guys next time lots of Lots more to come. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, for you, you oh, can say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Really. There's more. Yeah, and then Ethan, thanks a lot for being on the show. Yeah. It was good to have you. Maybe we'll do thanks this again sometime. Me. Yeah, sure. This is their sec- second episode. Second episode, yeah. yeah. This is the, the sophomore Yeah, sophomore episode, episode of Ethan made. on Elseworlds. The, 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 no. All right, we'll see you guys now. Oh, uh, Alexander Buck says, you guys should pick up the TNG Mirror Universe miniseries by IDW. Yes, I should. I hear it's cool. I also really liked... It was a great episode. There was a great issue where Q visits the Kelvin timeline. Oh, and he's like, "Hi, what what are you doing here?" This is all weird. Yeah, and like you know, and he introduced and and Kirk, Pine Kirk says like, uh, you know, like I don't believe in knowing scenarios, and Q's like, "Really? <laughs> Let's face one." And so he takes <laughs> so he takes Kirk and I think Bones and he drops them on Deep Space Nine during the Klingon op- occupation, where it's like everyone's. No, the, it's an all. First, they're on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and you're like, oh. Then it finds out you're in like a mirror universe where the oh. Klingon Empire took over. Yes, Earth. that's the mirror universe. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And they're in that universe. Wow. So it's it's Pine and 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 uh, what's his name? Urban. Yeah. Kirk and Bones with Cisco and crew in that mirror universe. That's freaking crazy. And okay. I'm like, someone likes this show. <laughs> I think somebody's a fan. <laughs> That's and it's awesome. really cool. There's, I think there's a Q book now, or at least a Q issue, where it's like the Q's. Is he the protagonist? Kind of, yeah. Because the other Q's are like, "You're gone soft, Q. So what are you? What's your problem?" He gets punished. He gets. Uh, he gets in trouble in Voyager, I believe. He's yeah. on the outs with the. He is with the, the continuum. Q. Yeah. Well, he's on the outs all the time. They yeah. stick him on the Enterprise, make him human. Yeah. That's and then right. and then Guinan pretends like she has magic powers. Oh wait, that's when Q first shows up. No, is it? It's where she sees Q and he goes, she goes, and you're like, what are you going to do, guys? <laughs>
What is that? Ah, she's, just, she's just expressing that. Yeah, but no. That she knows who it's he like, is. It's like she's going to turn into a cat person or something. <laughs> Maybe she has magic. I mean, like, they're definitely implying she has magic. Yeah. But you never see it. Nope. Her magic is she can leave an echo of herself <laughs> in the next. In the next. <laughs> and that that echo knows Picard <laughs> and has all of their history attached. Yep. And that she dresses just like she does on 10 freaking forward. Yeah. Which she never would because that was picked up before she even met Picard. Yeah. But whatever. Maybe she like pulled her memories from his brain. Oh, yeah. His memories of her to like reconstruct yeah. what he would yeah. re- recognize mm. so it's like contact yeah she's like the alien in contact yeah spoilers I'm, for contact i'm not i'm not Guinan. and i just look like Guinan yeah. to make you feel more comfortable being in the nexus i'm, your, <laughs> I'm not Guinan in picard i'm clippy like i'm the i'm yeah. the, i'm the thing that comes out of the nexus or i you. am Guinan, but i'm like Guinan. i'm old guy i'm Guinan, younger Guinan. yes with your with memories older, of, of old older Guinan incorporated into who I am, so you're more comfortable with me. Either way, I can't punch Sauron with you. <laughs> but there's probably like a thousand people in the Nexus who could bring, without killing Kirk on a scaffold, right? And then but, burying him under rocks. But how's he going to convince any of those people to come with him? I don't know. He would only be able to yeah. convince Kirk. I feel like there's a couple people from Starfleet that were in that thing that the Nexus grabs. Just Kirk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they evacuated. Well, and he knows something about Kirk because he's a historical figure. Yeah. So, you know, he might be able to find something to, right. like, reason with him. Yeah. You know. <laughs>